do for you? You have been chopped. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious. Chef Rob Burmeister, the culinary renegade. Next to me is the Italian scallion, right, Chef Lamenzo. Right, straight out of Burmeister's bedroom here in Staten Island. That's right. Right about our little studio here in Staten Island, yeah, New we York. We people across the world, man. We got people in other countries. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's true. Hello, Korea. <laughs> exactly. Japan, Ireland. Apparently more yeah. popular in Ireland, man. Yeah. Ireland, Germany, Russia. And Montana. And Montana, yeah. <laughs> Kentucky, too, is like another big one, or Missouri. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, today is the last day of uh, the Halloween season, the Dia de los Muertos, which so is who's a one, a one, the Day of the Dead. Muertos. Muertos. Is yeah. that like Morte de Vam? Morte de <laughs> Muerto de <laughs> All right. So, what's up, Clem? How was your, uh, how was your Halloween? It was good. That's what I can say. <laughs> it was good. Did you get all the candy you wanted? Did you go trick or treat? No, I smoked pot and ate candy. <laughs> I actually, I, I, I have that little vape pen. That's my, my, my medicine. It is my legitimate medicine. And uh, I got a little too high. And then the next thing you know, I looked over there was a pumpkin full of candy. Nice. Which is fantastic. Who's trying to kill you? But you know, we're just not, I'm really not even into the candy that much anymore. Yeah. I certainly had a couple of things here and there, but I was just like, yeah. Now, if you would have put a prosciutto mozzarella sandwich in the fucking thing, oh. it would have been beautiful. I had one of those on Halloween. Did you really? Yeah, went to a little football game, flag football, and then All we right. stopped at uh, A&C on Manor Road. You know it well. And uh, I got two sandwiches, actually. I got a, they're Italian, which was, you know, mortadella, salami. Uh, double gold, blah, 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 blah. But then I thought I had him throw some fried eggplant on it. And I wanted balsamic, olive oil, mayo, salt, pepper. They forgot to put that on it. So it was, I had a sand sandwich. It was dry as anything. All right. And then I had the, there was another one, and it was chicken cutlet, stuffed hot peppers, uh, gaba gold. It, it was good. We were talking about that last week. Wouldn't it be great to go knocking on doors and instead of getting like candy, someone hands you a bajut sandwich, yeah. a slice of mozzarella, <laughs> hit a salami to take home. You'd have to be picky, though. You'd have to be picky. You have to go to people you know. Yeah, 
but who, who's going to eat a sandwich from a stranger? We do a neighborhood trick or treat thing. We get everybody in the neighborhood that we know. Yeah. Like you come over my house, trick or treat. I had your pizza lasagna. <laughs> you take like it back. It. When I'm looking <laughs> around, you're eating it out of my yeah. bag. <laughs> no, I think that would be fantastic. But uh, it was good. You know, I, I celebrated more on Friday. I dressed up like the evil lunch lady from my school. I saw it. And uh, I did lunch for them. I did the trunk or treat. You do and make a good lunch lady. I will I say that. I came in second, baby. I didn't even know they were judging. But all the students... <laughs> if you knew they were judging, I would have expected something a little more elaborate from you then. You would have been on top of the car dancing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I was one of the only ones dressed. I mean, the people at one were dressed up like Super Mario Brothers and Mushrooms and they had the music going. Mom was a little bit evil for like a Catholic grammar school. It was uh, I set up like a closed cafeteria, but I had pots with old bones and pigs' heads and skulls with uh, dry ice. And I said, you know, today's mystery meat soup day, so whatever. It was all rats and stuff, so little kids were scared. The <laughs> <laughs> lowest sound ever. <laughs> my, little, my little gadget. <laughs> I ain't got the drum set and the flute and the the, the fucking megaphone over there like you, you know. But uh, yeah, it was good. That was Friday, and then Saturday, you know, I did a little stuff, and then sat on my front porch, dressed up like Santa Claus, drank, and handed out uh, candy. So you sat up on your porch on Halloween dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah. You have to be on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder about you sometimes, man. What is really in that vape that you fucking... Well, first I was dressed up. I had like I a black bathrobe on. Santa Claus on Halloween. Well, because I was dressed up first. I had this big, thick black bathrobe with a hood. Okay. I had a skull cap on the mask. And Mary said it looks like I'm dying of cancer. So I was like, well, that's my that's my costume. It's my la- I'm celebrating my last uh, Halloween. That's okay. my costume. But then I, I went inside and I came out dressed like Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. So... You know, that was that. All right. And uh, when, when was that? When was that? When was that? Was Saturday? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, you know, watched the Mets lose. I know. You know. Kind of heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking, but you know, Kansas City was a way better team. It was like watching a little league team. They were trying everything under the sun, and they wanted to win, so they won. You know, Mets couldn't handle them, but at least they got to the uh, World Series. You know, they had a good season. Sorry, Giants stunk it up. That was another game. Like, you're trying to watch that Jets game. Was no, Jets played, too. They both they, lost. Nah. They, both, they had no de- No one had defense. The Rangers won. Yeah. My New York Rangers are doing fantastic. Nice. But let's, let's get into tonight's guest. We have Bev Lazo calling up from, uh, from last Cusco, night's Cusco. Cusco. Yeah. Kitchen and, uh, of course, Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Rich Man Cleaner. Cool Mary Trans yeah. podcast. Is... And we got uh, Michael from uh, Meal Fitness right here on Staten Island. Nice. Got a gym where? Is it Off the Kill? Yep. What's the address on Off the Kill Road? 1547 Off the Kill. 1547 Off the Kill? All right. Where was that near? Is that past the prison? That's before the prison, yeah. It's oh, all right. Between, uh, like Arden and Woodrow. Oh, okay. In between Arden and Woodrow. Nice. Right. Well, the prison now is a movie studio. It's not really. Is uh, it really? Yeah. Never knew. Yeah, that. they closed. They closed the prison out to movie studio. Why are we not knocking on the door to try to get Yeah, I know. What are, we, what are we doing? Either that, or we'll just go to jail. One or the other. <laughs> yeah. You don't let us make a movie. Just lock us up. We'll give this up. Yeah. So apparently, I got. I got to tell you this thing. Apparently, on Netflix for Halloween, they were featuring this documentary called Cropsy. 
the legend of Cropsey. And like that's Anthony about in Brooklyn. No, about the serial killer that lived like five houses from me when I was growing up and kidnapped all these kids and killed them and used to chase us around. Really? Andre Rand. People are calling me and messaging me from Nashville, Florida, Jer- like all over the place. Oh my God, do you know this guy, Andre Rand? And I'm like, and I just spit out the whole story. And they're like, they're like, I was giving them names and places, and then they would message me back an hour. How do you know that? I'm like, because I lived it. This guy chased us. But that was back in the day when you would tell your you parents something. You find a way to capitalize on this and make some fucking money. They need to make a little museum or something. This is where we rent. <laughs> yeah. This is spot where you touch yeah. my ass. This is where we rented a room up here. And you, and this is the old cab company that used to follow us home from St. Rock's and give us try to give us money to get in his car. Yeah. So he was a creepy dude. But anyway, you know, uh, for Halloween, I guess it was good. But it, 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 that's creepy. But everyone around is like all... I guess it must have just came out because they were all watching it. and they were, I've seen it like a year ago. But uh, it was a creepy dude, Andre Rand. And then yesterday, I go to St. Peter's High School for their uh, open house. I brought Mary's son. And they have new labs and stuff. They have a forensic class. I'm jealous. They didn't have that. When no, I they didn't have shit. They when I went there, I sold the alcohol burners and a triple beam. And wait, you wait a pot and fucking yeah. burn shit down with the, the little... Yeah, well, that lab that we went to when we were kids is now a chapel. Like, yeah. they, it looks like a museum. They have metal where the old school used to start, and now all this brand new stuff. All $15 million of work they put into it. But they have a forensic class about serial killers for the seniors, and I walk in yesterday, and bam, there's a big picture of Andre Rand. I'm like, why are you trying to haunt me? Every time I see that guy's face, I get thrown out of here for smoking marijuana. Yeah. And yeah. now 40 years later, I really got thrown out of anywhere for smoking pot. <laughs> no, actually, I haven't smoked for like 20 years, but since... The whole back pain thing, it, it, it works. <laughs> you could have just said you had back pain back then. No, I you were just a pain in everyone's... I was out of my mind back then. I was <laughs> cutting out of class. The best was with Brother Music. There was no smoking, no drinking, no gambling allowed. I got a card game going on in the back. They're pitching quarters up against the wall. I got a cigar in my mouth, a drink in my hand, <laughs> yeah. and the guy's tapped me on the shoulder. I'm like, what the fuck do you want? I turn around and bro- brother, brother Neil or Brother Steve? Was it brother, brother Neil? Brother Neil, yeah. Brother Neil. And I was just like... I look at him, I just drop that, and I'm like, all right, come on, you got me. Yeah. What are you going to do? Everybody ran all directions. Yeah. I used to run keg parties during school up yeah. at Allison Pond. That was a great yeah. school. It was. It was. It, it was, was a piece of crap. It was, like, it was like a boys' town thing. Yeah. It was like, you could uh, actually yeah. learn. If you went to class, you learned. Yeah. You but know. a lot of our teachers are still there. So when I walked in, they're like, oh, God. Yeah. And then I made a big stink. I grabbed Federa and all that. I'm like, listen, I'm walking around these halls, and you have, like, the St. Peter's Hall of Fame. And it's, this guy's a chiropractor. I'm like, who gives a shit? I cracked my knuckles right now. And I was like, can you come here? You have this guy up. He's an Olympic chef. Oh, yeah, he works the Olympics. I'm like, he works once every four years. Why am I not up here? And I was like screaming. I'm like, God, Jesus, Burmeister. Welcome back. How long let's go, let's go get a big beef and big and beefy bowl and just go randomly hang it up there. We'll break into the school, yeah. you and I, and we'll hang it up on the wall. It was funny, though, because... We even tried donating like a wing to the school. He's like, no, he's got to go. Yeah. We don't want to. <laughs> it was uh, Mr. Tierney. I don't remember Mr. Emanuelson, Mr. Federa, Mr. Cafaro. All right. Well, that's great. So that was, that was my time, weekend. Uh, we get into our news and then we get with our first guest. Yeah, sure. CTF News with Big and Beefy. 
I really don't have any news. <laughs> 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 we can still throw them out. <laughs> no, yeah, go ahead. You can do the, uh, the Chipotle story. has been, been popping up all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they shut around 50 stores in the Pacific Northwest because people may have contracted E. coli bacteria from their food. So they just shut down all the stores to check it out. Which yeah, is I will, not I will really say good, this uh, about Chipotle is they do, I don't want to say do-do, but they do do it right. You know, if something does happen or something does, they, they do by the book. They'll follow a procedure. They have no issue shutting everything down and checking everything out. And look, it does happen. I kind of got to admire them a little bit for doing that. Because yeah. most people will try to fluff it off and only close down once. You know what I'm saying? I really right. not give a fuck. Yeah. But at least these guys are health conscious and give a crap about what they're putting on their plate. Right. Well, they don't want to kill anyone either. Reminds <laughs> me. I do have some exciting news. Not exciting news, but I finally found a place. That I did not have one food complaint on. Really? Because I think we're swapping. Yeah. Because I have a bad bitching about every place well, I eat now. I mean, I'm, we went to right. I'm going to tell you two of them real quick. It is a little bit of news. We went to Katz's Deli in Manhattan. And I got to tell you, Philomena's never been there. And uh, yeah. <laughs> if I would have never had it for the first time and you gave it to me for the first time, I would have not have been that impressed by it. Right. And the meat was a little fatty. The brisket was very fucking banging, but it was as if they took whatever little bit of salt could have been on it and sucked it all out. It was just blah. Yeah. Um, we did go to Smashburger, though, here on Staten Island. Oh, yeah. Good. The classic big smash is fucking unbelievable. Nice. And their french fries, they got this rosemary garlic shoestring fry that was fucking beautiful. Now, I will tell you what they did do wrong. With their burger, the only one thing, if I had to fault them on anything, they built it wrong, because when you bite into it, it all slides out. If you put the lettuce on the fucking bottom of the burger and stop the whole the juice from soaking up the bun, it wouldn't get soggy, and your burger would not slide apart when you eat it. Right. But otherwise than that, it was fucking unbelievable. Nice. Well, cats, bringing back cats, when I was at that pickle now, they event. Suck, though? No, cats didn't suck by right. any means. But it's not cats of 10 years ago, right. 20 years ago. Well, I told you how humiliated Mary made me in the middle of catch, right? We were no, drinking well, up at that the pickle thing. Scene? Huh? No, no. I, no. We Why did you do it? I you do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I said, I said, well, you do that. Valley, yeah, I asked and they have the little sign there and whatever it is, orgasm scene. No, we walk in. She uses the bathroom. So now it's so packed. It's like a Saturday or whatever. We were at that, uh, that uh, pickle day or whatever up in the village. So we're walking out, and I'm going to go up, and she goes... Let's get the hell out of here. I'm like, what? She goes, are you waiting online for a bone's head turkey sandwich? I'm like, shut up. Like, so everything stopped. And everyone just looked at us. I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. She was like, they don't do bone's head. You know, like, she goes, eh, it's a joke. I'm like, you don't yell a joke like that in Cassidy. Yeah, no. They've been around for like 100 years. It is an institution. Look, it is an institution. It was a 10 minute wait. I will give him that. Their meat was quality, but it's not the same as it was. $45 for a fucking trap. sandwich. It's a tourist trap now. Yeah. Into, just, did they give you the ticket to get in that you can't leave without giving the ticket back? Yeah. 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 Crazy. Yeah. Fine. What are you going to do? But for those out there, you got to try Smash Burger. Uh-huh. Bar none, one of the best top five or top ten burgers I've ever had in my life. And I'm a fat guy. I've had many of burgers, people, so trust me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what else you got going on? Well, of course, it's a couple of days after Halloween. I know there's going to be some Halloween candies. Well, there were needles reported in about five different states in the candy. Why would anybody do that still? 
Like, why would you want to hurt a random little kid, you sick psycho fuck? I like to get the needle and gouge into both your fucking eyeballs and poke them out. But that's just me. <laughs> well, in, like, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, there, there was one. There was a, a mall giving out candy, and there was needles in it. So they told everybody, like, they put it on the news. Like, if you your kid had candy from here, throw it out. And, you know, it was about five reports of needles. Now, I'm struggling. Nobody put a needle in the candy, went back to the mall and tried to sue them and said, hey, you gave this to my kid and he bit into a needle. Right. Well, it could happen. There was one in Philly. I think that's what happens. People do it just to try to get on news. Because one happened in Philly, Maryland, there was one. But there was another mall in Jersey was giving out candy. And the mother saw, which I think there's another fake one. The mother saw that the paper was cut on the side, like with a razor blade. And she cut it open, and there was half a pink pill in the in the Milky Way. I would have ate that one. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is it? An Yeah, half a pink pill. <laughs> Trick or treat on that for like thirty-seven times. <laughs> so, I mean, that's basically it. And then, of course, there's always someone getting run over on in the Bronx. There was a whole family killed because a guy had a seizure. While he was driving and ran over a whole family. That's a horrible story. That's, that's a shame. People drive around like assholes, A. But B, no one watches what they're just running in the shit. Did I even tell night. you a story where I saved the guy's life? I didn't really do anything except for calling 911. But I'm driving on the Long Island Expressway or the, the Southern State or whatever. The car in front of me is swerving. So I'm like, all right. So I'm smart enough to stay in the middle lane. Now, I'm going back and forth to block traffic coming in front of me because I know the guy's going to hit him. Right. So he swerved. Now he bounces off the divider. Now I'm like, all right, I got to call 911. This guy's either drunk or he's fucking dead or something's going on. I call 911. I'm following the guy that's telling me he's dead, clear distance behind him, blah, blah, blah. Finally, he hits the divider and goes off the exit down into the bushes. I let them know where it's at. I can't stop in time to get off the exit. Now everybody's beeping at me. I'm like, here's a guy I'm protecting to go into the bushes and not hit anybody. Everybody's getting pissed off. Long story short, cops call me back about 20 minutes later. But I just want to thank you, you know, when the ambulance arrived on the scene, the guy had had a heart attack, and if he had gotten there any later, he may have not have lived. But they were able to revive him and resuscitate him and all that good stuff. Yes, Glenn, that's like Touched by an Uncle I'm or an Angel you. or whatever. What was that show? Yeah. All right, now, here we go. Teresa just sent me some touched news. Touched by Clemenza. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa just sent me oh, out some news. Oh, but you like to get touched by <laughs> <laughs> That's every day. I, you, after the show, my arm is bruised. What is fucking trust out of the way shoulder pits? All right. All right. All American Meats recalls 167,427 pounds of ground beef. You could have just said they recalled a lot of beef. No. Well, and it was also oh, a smash burger on Staten Island. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. All American what was wrong with the beef? It uh, was produced on October 16th. It was sold to either 60-pound or 80-pound packages. No, they don't. All the meat is being recalled. Had a sell-by date of November 3rd. Established something, and they, no, they don't even. Yeah, There's a trick fuckery too with the sell-by dates. A lot of it you can't believe. A lot of it. A lot of it too. And even in the state of New York, like milk. We're the only state that you can't drink it after the sell-by date. Like, doesn't it go like it's... No, you'll get fined for selling it. Yeah. But it'll be the sell-by and then use-by date, and we get fined for the sell-by. Okay. But, you know, you just pour it in a clear container. <laughs> and use it. 
So, all right, so we got some uh, some meat. There's always something now. There's always like hundreds of thousands of pounds of something recalled. Yeah. So. I know, my weed guy just told me they recalled the tie weed last week. <laughs> <laughs> the tie weed that they called it back from 1883. <laughs> Basically, it's about 1,400 square feet. Um, well, okay. Yeah, got all the uh, commercial equipment that you would see in a regular gym. Uh, the only difference really is it's by appointment only. It's just for personal training. Okay. Um, and you get the privacy and the exclusivity that most people are looking for trying to get into the gym. Now, how many people oh, are in there at, at a time? Like, you got a couple of people training at a time, 10, 20, 30 right. people training So, I'm actually in the process now of hiring two additional trainers as well. Okay. Um, so, it's going to be one person with the trainer at a time. So, typically, there's no more than three people. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, uh, that's good for you too, because so you don't have to be there. You know when people are coming. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You know, we do have an app set up on the phone as well, so that way you can see my availability and the oh, availability nice. of trainers. So that way you can book literally a, an hour in advance and come well, in. Right. Yeah, Imagine we join the dude even at 24 hours, yeah. like packed up. <laughs> I want over. I got a lot of work ahead. I'm not coming home, honey. <laughs> there should be a fat guy gym where you got to be. I think they did in that movie Bob, volleyball, dodgeball, whatever it was. Well, you got to be over 350 pounds. In Average shows. Average shows. That's it. <laughs> Average shows. Because a lot of people, me, I don't give a fuck, but a lot of people. And they should have a buffet in it, right? Yeah. Buffet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a couple of beers. We can get a few beers, but no. I like the idea. It sounds like a great idea. Because I go now. How about you want to talk about some some prices or what do you do? How do you join up? What do you sign up? Your Facebook page. Yeah, definitely. So I am on Facebook and Instagram. It's Meal Fitness Inc. Okay. Um, that's just the official name of it. Um, the idea came up, actually, I was, uh, we were hanging out one night, and she just didn't want to wait the two hours that I was at the gym. Okay. So she decided to come to the gym with me. Once that happened, you know, she shared with me, basically, it's uncomfortable for, for people that don't know the form or don't know what exactly they're doing to be in a commercial gym where they have an audience of 100, 150 people. It is. It is. Philomena right. and I go to LA Fitness. We just go in the pool. I just had some surgery, whatever, but mm-hmm. we go in the pool. Even when you go in sometimes, you don't know where to go. Nobody's really... Telling you anything, and, and somebody's doing it the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're like yeah. having something over your head with yeah. a foot machine or like a machine. I can barely get from the car to the fucking gym. Now I'm walking around the fucking gym, and I'm on the thing the wrong way. It's crooked. Right. Everybody's laughing. You just don't know. It's like right. me letting you come into my kitchen and make me a fucking eggplant parmesan. Right. Wearing a knife, how do you do this? How do you chop? You know, you don't know. You're not a turn on. Even us, we still not a turn on half the fucking machine we use in the kitchen anyway. Yeah. But, you know, and I'm glad, I'm glad somebody like that is doing something because it is, as you said, it is uncomfortable. Right. People get a little embarrassed and they get a little frustrated, like, ah, screw this, and they don't want to come back. Right. And but the good thing is, too, you, is when you go to the gym, you don't go around, walk around. you got a trainer waiting for you. Eddie Campbell yeah. said it's the best thing he ever did. He joined the gym to lose some weight. wasn't happening, so he got a personal trainer. So the guy makes him do stuff, and he knows at least three times a week he's going to have to work out because the guy's not going to be like, all right, walk around, lean on the treadmill and talk to the guy that's on it. You know, like that's what a lot of people do. They say they go to the gym, but they actually don't do any exercise on walking yeah. around. You know, so it's perfect. When you have the personal trainer, they're not letting you So now do you, you got to join the gym? How does this work? Tell us perfect. how the whole so, process works. So what I do basically is uh, everything's personalized to the client in itself. So it depends basically on the client's timeline, their goals, and their budget. Um, so each contract is personalized to that specific client. Okay, so I'm a fat broke guy. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> 
So um, I do do memberships. There's three types of memberships, um, okay. depending on what your goals are and how serious you are about it. Um, they range from five days a week, three days a week, and then two days a week, each session being an hour long. Okay. Um, so those are the membership side. Again, if you do, if you decide to do five days, any particular membership you decide to do, you always have access to the gym. So if you do do three days with me, the other obviously four days in the week, you're welcome to come in and work out yourself. Or just oh, all right, that's cool. Yeah. You wish to do. But you're a member. Like, you right. really yeah, have to be. Like an interested member. Exactly. It's not like Planet Fitness. Everyone joins on, uh, you know, January 1st. Right, and, exactly. you know, 25% yep. of people show up. That's exactly what it yeah. is. If you're going to join, basically, you're going to be an active member, mm-hmm. uh, an active client. And serious, because exactly. you know you still got to go to the trainer. Yep, exactly. You're going to get in trouble. So, uh, and then all, other than that, I also do have sessions. I sell half sessions, which are 30 minutes each, as okay. well as 60 minutes. Um, all found on the website, which is uh, MeoFitnessInc.com. MeoFitnessInc.com. Okay, it's M-I-O? M-I-O. M-I-O, yep. okay. FitnessInc.com. You can see all the pricing on there as well. You also go to the Facebook page, and we'll tweet that out later, too. You'll see it on my page. Um, great place, great guy. What, what else? What else you got going on there? Yeah, so, I mean, basically what it is, it's very upscale. It's a very elegant facility. It's something okay. that I think Sentinel needed. Um, myself, you know, with the credentials that I have being a uh, fitness model as well, Spent a lot of time in Manhattan, obviously, in L.A. as well. Okay. Um, so it's bringing those two really to Staten Island. Um, something that Staten Island doesn't really have. I mean, uh, it's a private shower, open concept. You just walk into the shower. There's chandeliers in the shower. Um, just more of a very upscale type right. of place. Am I going to get past wine and cheese when I get <laughs> <laughs> a glass of fucking Prosecco? With uh, your clients, do you actually like set up a diet for them and stuff yes. like that? Perfect. So I, um, uh, the honest about it is myself, I am not certified in nutrition, um, but I do, do give nutritional advice. Right. Um, another client that I'm hiring, uh, excuse me, trainer, I'm hoping that they're, you know, educated in that and have the certification so that way they'll be really working on the right. diet plan. But you do have a so, food log that you do keep. Oh, cool. If I train for a day and I want to go home and eat a half a tray of lasagna, no. <laughs> no, but I, yeah, I think that's great because even me, like I... Being a chef, and you and I know, we know a little bit about more of the nutritional side of it. Mm-hmm. But when you go to do it, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you go to do it for yourself, it's like, even though you know, it's like you don't really know. Like you say, your head starts to like, I'll make this, I'll make that, and you get. But having someone else push you along mm-hmm. and tell you what to do is kind of a motivating factor that we all need. Right, absolutely. You know, well, well it's like school, you got to learn yeah. how to take care of yourself, and you need you need to answer for you know you're going to hire. You know, you're going to hire a trainer, and he's not just going to let you get fatter, you know? Like, it's yeah. like, listen, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong, and if you don't want me to train you, if you're not listening to me, then, you know. Now, to me, I think it's all about the calorie intake. Yep. I think, mm-hmm. see, I, I, and different people, I think, require different circumstances. Too. That's why I think, you know, you got to kind of learn your own body, and if you're working with a trainer, they'll kind of help you figure it out. Like me, I know if I take in a certain amount of calories, it doesn't really matter what I eat. But when I overeat and, you know, take go above the calorie count mm-hmm. or the caloric count, whatever you want to say, right. that's when the weight starts coming on. But even me, like if I eat a slice of pizza and I eat bad and have a little light lunch, I'm not putting on the weight. But if I eat pizza for lunch and I eat a hamburger for dinner, and then all of a sudden, you know, I can't even fucking, I'm floating in a pool and thinking, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's all on what you eat. You got to eat healthy. And it's hard to eat healthy nowadays because everything's fast food and Everything's gotten to the point where right. no you can get a burger with a donut with a Reese's peanut butter cup <laughs> on it and a fucking slice of bacon. And I'm like, these are the types of foods that are going out there now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could always eat healthy, but people just don't do it. They don't, you know, they drive everywhere. 
Now they even yeah. came out with that hover thing where you don't even get to walk. Right. You just roll on, on two wheels. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's, no one, even the kids don't walk. I tried to get, like, four of them lined up in a row. And it was really <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, right. it's, it's a lazy world. It's and everyone's got a million things yeah. to do. They got eight soccer games for the kids. They got a, a baseball game, football practice, this, that, dance. So they swing by the drive-thru, throw some food in the kids' There is an actually a really healthy crap. place that I like. So was it was a healthy place that we ate. Better? There's one out, no, there's one out by Off the Kill Road. Um, Smashburg. No, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we had it in Jersey when we went to Jersey. Muscle Grill. Muscle Maker yeah. Grill. They are actually the food in there for, for what it is. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, there's a I lot of them. Style. I mean, it's something that's going to blow your mind culinarily. Right. But it's fa- it's fast, it's fresh, it's healthy, it's nice, and it's yeah, a step above the fastest growing um, yeah. chain. Yeah, I'm telling you the truth, yeah. it wasn't bad. I would actually, I can actually eat that and feel like I've eaten something good or cheated on something and get that satisfaction and still get the half the calories. Right. So and it's safe to be able to that's the killer right there too is the bread. And being Italian, I know it's just you know, you, how do you say no to when you're yeah. not both Italian right <laughs> out of the fucking oven? Right. Well everything's so in moderation and no one has moderation. Like, you know, everyone's like, I don't eat bread anymore and I'm on like even people saying I'm on the Atkins diet, so I can eat bacon, pork chops. No. It's not that. If you read the book, people just look at at, at diets now and then they follow, they make up their own thing. You know, gluten-free, this. you can have bread, but don't have a whole loaf. Have a little piece to satisfy yourself. Count the calories, because I was doing a Lose It app when I lost 50 pounds, yeah. and I couldn't even keep up with the calories, because, you know, I'm like, oh, shit, I got 500 left for today, right. because I was actually saying I don't want to waste them, so I'm going to have a salad and eat four carrots and a jar of pickles and stuff, and then I didn't have any calories. And it works, you know, and then walking. No one no one exercises anymore. They just want a miracle diet where they can eat less for a week and lose fifty right. pounds. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because part of the diet is is changing it gradually. Because a lot of people, exactly what you said, yeah. they're going, they're saying, All right, this week, Monday I'm gonna start and they cut everything out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. It lasts no, two, three, three. It's four like weeks. smoking. Exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna quit so smoking good. tomorrow, that's right. it. Hey, so give me one, I'll start again tomorrow. Right. We always feel like we have a little bit of a cheat day or a cheat meal and then we won't overdo right. that meal. Because if, if you if you deprive yourself too much, too long, right. and then you're gonna start binge eating. Yep. Like, fuck it. You're gonna get in front of that pizza. You're gonna eat the whole fucking bite. Exactly. You know, but if you allow yourself to cheat and get that taste that mm-hmm. you want and satisfy it, I think you know you can continue going on. We got our second guest calling in now. Bev is on the line. Yeah, Teresa's we'll talk, talking to her in yeah. the green room. <laughs> She's having a green room. She's back. We'll talk to Bev in a minute, and we're gonna get Bev on the line. We'll get back to Michael and Mio's. We'll get everybody involved. We got our top five coming up. Yeah. And uh, let's get back on the line. We'll do our top five. We'll get everybody involved. Then we'll get back to uh, meals again. All righty. Bev, can you hear us? Welcome to Chewing the Fat Whip. Hey, Chef Bev. Welcome to Chewing the Fat Whip Big and Beefy. What's going on? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love Big and Beefy. I know. I know. Most women do, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So what's up, Chef? What happened last night? I was watching it. I turned it on and... Man, it was brutal, guys. It was. You see, I wear glasses. They, yeah. I just got. I just got. Can I curse? Yes, you, know, you I can. Come yeah, in the background. <laughs> they fucked me up big time, and it, it was really more fucked up because again, I'm wearing glasses. I'm fucking blind 
top it off and to have the goggles over my eyes and we're sweating like crazy, yeah. it causes to fog up, fog up. So yeah. I had to constantly get my face out of that water and take my goggles off and wipe it down. So yeah. at that point, you know, if I, I was just more worried about my knees on pause getting done and, but you couldn't see shit. I mean, right. they just, there's a little peephole. I mean, you know, it was just <laughs> nothing but gravel and nasty ass water <laughs> and stuff floating around. And you could barely see what you're cutting and pouring. And the space was probably like five, six inches. I mean, it's just, it was, it was a tough one, but I did the best I could. You know? That's yeah, that's the thing. You're not on that show to prove your culinary skills, you're on that show to see if you can deal with. You know, all the garbage and craziness that you put together. Yeah, it's like, it's like the know. old school like, battle of the network yeah. stars. Yeah, it's exactly. like more fun than anything, you know. It's not making you look like a, a horrible chef or anything because someone's got to no, go. No, 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 And a right, lot of times it's, it's bias. Like they already know who yeah. they want to get rid of. and. Oh, exactly. Yeah, You know, we've been there before. Uh, all of us have, so we know. Right. And, again, I just went in to see how far I could go. Unfortunately, thinking that Jet, because he's Asian like me, man, like, okay, all right, let's throw in some vinegar there, but, you know. I think he's a self-hater. I think he's a self-hater. <laughs> you know, like, I he's just like, I, he doesn't want to pick them because he doesn't want to pick the Asian contestants because then people think that he's biased. I don't think he wants to pick the Italian contestants either, but then again, it doesn't help that it's calling him Jet Lag instead of Jet Dealer. <laughs> I forgot his last name. Like, hey, Jet Lang, Jet, <coughs> whatever your name is. How you doing? You know, uh, but he seemed like an all right guy. You know, but uh, look, I mean, the, the, the bottom line is, you got the experience. You went out there to have fun. I mean, right. I got booted in the right. second round. Rob got booted in the second round. Rob also won the first time around, which was fantastic. You know, I don't think yeah. Rob. Should have got booted in the second round. I don't think I should have got booted in the second round. Yeah, but I didn't care. I was just saying exactly. after the second time, after I won, and it was like, ah, you know, big whoops. I, I, I like doing yeah, the challenges. I, yeah, exactly. I don't want to skate through and not do any challenges. Well, I didn't have a sabotage in the second round that I got booted. I think the only thing I felt really bad just looking at it now, I, I should have fucking did my whole life on that. Because, yeah, it was really hard, but at the same time, at the end of the day, how, how much are you going to really have? Because it's all about outbidding somebody and just sabotaging the shit out of them, you right. know? Exactly. So yeah. I look back and I'm like, damn it, I hope I can do it again because I, I don't care if I have a penny left. And then taxes well, and then I have a something. Yeah, well, when I won, I only won 5600 and I don't even remember when I think I paid my mortgage. The funny, that. Yeah, the funny thing is, everybody goes on there, you start out, you start out what, 25000 We started yeah. out with 25000 like, right. I'm not bidding on anything. I'm keeping all the fucking money. I'm not going to bid on anything. Throw every challenge at me. I'm going to win everything. And the second the bidding right. starts, you're like, 5000 10000 3000 I don't care. I want to win. And you start going ballistic. Right. Until the second time I was on, I was trying to spend my money, but then, like, it was the Evilicious tournament, so I was like, no way, oh, I'm yeah. doing that. I'm doing that. I right. want to do that, so right. I don't care. Like, give it to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, it's fun. Good. It's a good experience. Yeah. You know, and then I they remember you. Alton Brown. Yeah, Alton yes. Brown I love. I respect him so much, and I love him to death. Alton's a great so, guy, man. He is. And He's I, one I of my heroes. I was happy to be in the same room. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I was just ha- happy to be in the same room with him. That was it. I was fine. But right, and he's that, cool. You know, he's, he's not a stuck-up yeah. dude. 
He's he's cool on the set, and when you try to talk to him behind set, he's got eight phone calls going. He's got two phones in his ears. And <laughs> oh, we got him in the I thought the guy was like taking numbers and stuff. He was doing stuff. He's on the phone. He's whispering. He's in the back. He's got another phone being handed to him. He's got like you know one right. of those phones, like little suitcases in the wire coming out of some, like little midget came out of the fucking like Wall Street. Handed him a phone. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah, he's an important man, you know. So hey, he's got to do what he's got to do. But again, uh, again, it's it was just being part of it. That was all. Uh, it's all good. I'm happy. Right. Well, you got two of the two of the ones out of the way that are like torture. You got Hell's Kitchen right. and Cutthroat Kitchen. You know. Yeah. You know. Uh, so who knows what's next? I don't know. But you know, there's always something out there. And for me, I just Whatever comes to me, I take it. Again, I love challenges. I love to be challenged, and that's it. That's just my life. Yeah, and it's fun. I, ha- I have kids, man. They challenge the shit out of me every day. So, <laughs> so what else is going on? What else is going on with you? You got culinary you know trends, right? Yes. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on, guys. I mean, culinary trends, my trademark. Uh, I have my web show, just like you guys. Um, it's every Thursday night out here in uh, LA, but it's uh, broadcasted worldwide. So we do that every Thursday. It's like you guys, we hang around, we, we talk, we eat, we drink, we be married. And uh, besides now, that, the video one? it's a live uh, webcast. So we do uh, have it out on YouTube right after also. Nice. Uh, so so why, yeah, we, why are we doing your show? What's going on? Why are we on culinary trends? <laughs> I, you know what? I want to do a big and beefy segment. Just a whole hour talking about big and beefy things, including yeah. you guys. You really want right? to talk about big and beefy things for an hour? <laughs> yes, yes. That's, that's a okay. kind of show. There's a lot of innuendos, and we'll get a lot of women on that show, and we will get you guys dates. Wait, are you guys married? Oh no! I'd love to have you guys on the show. You know how my life is. I don't know if you follow me. I'm like everywhere, so I tend to forget. So yeah. uh, I will make sure to have you guys on. You know, and we'll rock it yeah, out. Well, that's what it is. But, you got to put yourself out there. You got to do yeah. all these little things just to keep sanity, almost. You know, like is. Yeah, you know, we were telling a couple of people, like, they're stuck in work, and it's, you need that little pet project to blow off steam and have a good time. So that's why well, we do this show. Just once a week, we can be yeah. ourselves, not answer to anybody, and, and it's great. Mm-hmm. And we exactly. get to reach out so to the my, world. Right. My, one of my co-hosts, Lawrence, he's also a chef as well, and he sits there and tells me, thanks for having me again tonight, because it's his release of being behind the line all day right. long, you know, exactly. and exactly. again, it, it's, it's a great way to introduce people <laughs> about food or have fun with food because there's a lot of, uh, I like to say, there's a lot of nudie people out there who think food is just more of something high class. It's not. We want to, we want to bring back comfort. We want to bring back fun. Right. That's, that that's me. That's me. I don't like the little foo-foo, tiny little, you know, I don't want to be putting it yeah, on with a pair of tweezers. Let me get one with some cilantro foam on top of it and a little shit. I mean, I'll eat it. I'll eat the hell out of it, but yeah, that's exactly. not for me anymore. I want to do it with something fried, wrapped. I want to make the burger with the Krispy Kreme donuts and the bacon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the comfort. I know, that's but, Yeah, besides all that, I have that, uh, the web show. We're doing instructional cooking videos. We're going to start uh, putting that out in a few yeah. days. Um, so I, I have a lot going on. I have two boys, so that they keep me busy. 
And I work here in Costa Mesa, California, as an executive chef at the Wine Lab. So my uh, name is uh, cool. my plate is full. Yeah. So Excellent. you know, I, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You guys are amazing. You know, I'm glad I've gotten to know you guys. So thank you for having yeah. me on the show. I appreciate it. Well, while we got right. you on, let's why don't we get into our top five? Yeah. Which okay. because we had our buddy uh, Mike here from Mio's Gym, we decided to do our top five. We're going to tell you what that is in a second. And okay. uh, we'll be back in one second. All right. Big Top Five. Now, the top five is tonight's favorite, your favorite. Healthy snack alternatives. Healthy snacks. I mean, because we've been talking about all this fat food and stuff, but there are some good snacks out there. That now, you my can... number one is eggplant parmesan. It's a vegetable. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> On whole wheat bread instead of Italian bread. <laughs> right. It's still turning right there. You get rid of half the bread. No, but seriously, what are your favorite healthy snacks? You know, and it doesn't even got to be an alternative. It's something that is even good. That's healthy. Yeah. Like me, I, I'm going to oh. tell you one thing I really love that's absolutely healthy. Those Dan and Greek yogurts. They're 80 calories. They're fucking fantastic. Their vanilla one is unbelievable. It tastes like whipped cream. Uh, and I get it. I put a little bit of fresh fruit in there. That's, that's what I eat. I like the, I think it's like yogurt ones with all the pie flavors. Yes. Yes. That's you got to watch some of them. Some of them have like 300 calories. That's 90, but it's 90, 90 calories and it gets, that's not you, know, right. you know, it's good. I like that. Wasabi peas. Wasabi peas are, are great. Oh. And they might not be that healthy, yeah. but I feel like I'm eating vegetables. I love right. grilled salads now, like grilled romaine hearts. Yep. And, you know, mm. I'm a sucker. See, when I eat salad, I don't want it right on the plate. I want the vinaigrette to be on it about an hour ago and get wilted. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get lasagna chips. But I'm going to tell you another thing that we were talking about a while ago. Is if you take a head of cabbage, you slice it about an inch thick right through the whole head, lay it down, spray it with a little bit of olive oil, salt, pepper, paprika, and roast it in the oven for about 45 oh. minutes an hour at 250. It's almost like a cabbage steak. It gets all caramely and soft, and it's just oh. unfucking believable. You can even douse it with a little hot oil. You know what I'm saying? Like that hot chili paste mm-hmm. and a little vinegar to bring out. Right. Unbelievable snack. Almost no fucking calories whatsoever. It's yeah. fantastic. But, yeah, yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. Well, my other one, my number two is fresh fruit or frozen fruit with ice. And so like a smoothie, but I don't really put the yogurt in it. Yeah. I make like a Slurpee, but with stuff. And my number one is pickles. <laughs> Any kind of pickles. I'm with you on the pickles. Because they're like no calories, barely. Yeah. If you're right. on Weight Watchers, that's, you know, it's free. There's, you know, there's no points to that, but pickles, I'll eat them all I knew somebody that went on a pickle diet, no joke. This kid in Virginia was this whacked-out fucking king, but he was like 400 pounds a day. Every day, he would fucking pickle in his hand. Like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, it was just bizarre to me. Yeah. But I so see him like two years ago, and he dropped 140 pounds. Like, dude, how did you do this? He's like, and he can barely talk, like, because he's whacked out. <laughs> he's in the hospital. No, he's in the hospital when I saw him. No, no, he's just, he's like whacked out. He's always like whacked out on something. He's like, dude, man, like, I just eat pickles from now on. I dropped 100, like, that's 140 fucking pounds. Yeah. Pickles and meth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my dog. Uh, hey, like whatever it. works, man. What about you, Beth? What are your, your healthy uh, snacks? You know what? Uh, for me, I like a lot of, like, fruit. 
you know, out here in L.A., we have the weird way of, like, topping our fruit off. And it's healthy. Uh, we, we cut up a lot of, like, watermelon. We'll add some cucumbers and apples and some pineapple. We'll, like, sprinkle the stuff called michilada. Have you guys heard of that? Michilada. Michilada. I'm going to have to mail you guys some. It's a spice mix that you actually is used for mixing with beer. Okay? So this mix itself has a bunch of different chilies in there, salt, some citrus, uh, dried citrus in there. It's all uh, put into this one little package. And you literally rip it open, throw it in a glass, and you pour your favorite beer over it. It's delicious. It's delicious. This package itself, we pour the stuff, uh, we call it tahin also. So we pour, uh, we sprinkle it over fruit. So it's really healthy. So if you're craving that salty and sweet thing, that's an yeah. alternative, you know, versus candy. I'm a big shit. fan of salt, like salt on the fruit. Like salt and watermelon yes. is fantastic. Oh, so good. Hot but sauce on watermelon is fantastic. No joke. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's really hot good. Hot sauce so on watermelun. So what is it, Lucha <laughs> Libre? You're not a hot sauce <laughs> fan. <laughs> it it can't be called that. <laughs> it's called it's Lychee. called Michilada. Michilada. Right, check that out. Yeah, or right. Tahin. Tahin. So it's T-A-G-I-N. Oh, right. You should be able to get that. That's, like, all over. Um, my uh, my fourth favorite is, like, edamame. Like, Ooh, yeah, like, I forgot about that. Forgot about yeah, that. sauteed in some soy, some garlic, and some, some ball, <laughs> you know. And yeah. that's, like, one of my favorites. Hummus, of course. Can't go wrong with hummus. Thing. Ah, fuck. How about edamame hummus? That is delicious. Yeah, that's really good, too. Why do you uh, always gotta take it a step further? I'm missing her sauce and third. I'm falling apart. I'm mixing them together. A peanut toasted fucking garlic peanut butter cup jelly donut hummus. <laughs> oh, that sounds good too. Yeah. Uh, my second, bad, to be honest my, with you. My second is like uh, Marcona almonds. You know, I, I like to roast them with rosemary, salt, sea salt. You know, that's kind of healthy, right. right? I don't know. That's Absolutely healthy. Uh, number one is uh, a good glass of red wine. There you go. My grandfather lived in 96. He drank a glass of red wine every day. So That's it. That's my number one go-to. Yeah, it's healthy. You need one once a day. It's good for your heart, right? So uh, that's my yeah. life. All right, we're going to ask our gym guy himself here, mm-hmm. Michael from Mio Fitness. we got Rich Mancini on the line, and we'll get to that. yeah? Yeah, you guys stay there. Let's hear from you, Mike. The gym guy himself, Mr. Healthy over here. Uh, beautiful. So I don't think uh, healthy snacks, I, I'm I'm amateur. I'm expert in the gym. You guys are the chefs. Um, <laughs> but what do you mean? What do you yeah, but you probably come up with a thing and it will be like, wow, yeah. My biggest treat, my number one, and Jess will tell you, peanut butter and jelly. I'm okay. Oh, yeah. That's right up. If I'm feeling a little bit crazy, I'll throw some chocolate chips on top of it. You fucking wild man, dude. Well, he's like, are you like a protein guy? You gotta yeah, get. So, I mean, basically, all I concentrate on is my proteins, fats, and carbs. Yeah. That's all. That's but all a peanut I butter and jelly to him is different than a peanut yeah. butter and jelly to us because he's actually in shape, <laughs> and that'll melt up in about five seconds. We'll have another one on top of a second one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll throw it on the grill with some bananas and bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, we also mentioned edamame. That's one of my, my favorite snacks. Um, great on fiber and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Uh, so that's great. Um, another, I don't have dairy in my in my diet, unfortunately. Um, but if I do, I'll do the, the Greek yogurt with granola and some fresh mm-hmm. fruit on top of it. Again, if I'm feeling a little crazy, I'll put some honey. <laughs> yeah. That has some natural sugar in it. Um, 
But that's really, I mean, I, that's my extent of it. How I about mean, kale chips? Have you eaten kale chips? Yeah, just, that uh, was like the whole thing. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Here's the trick. Go to 99 cent store, people. Buy yourself an empty spray bottle. Fill it up with olive oil. Put a little bit of salt and pepper, maybe a couple of cloves of garlic and sprig of rosemary in there. Keep it in that spray bottle. Whenever you got to roast something, just mix it yeah. with that olive oil spray. It's got that garlic flavor, that rosemary flavor. So you bring that, that to the beach, too? Yes, I do. <laughs> That's why all the bugs and all the fat people gather around me when I go. So let me, I told you not to rub me down with that. <laughs> All right, well, so let's pick up uh, Rich and Tina, because we haven't talked to them in a while. Yeah. What's going on, guys? What's up, Rich Mancini? Hey, how are you, pal? Well, You're trying to find a big and beefy. What's up, Rich? We got Ben Rondo on, and we got uh, Tina. What's up, Tina? We got Michael from Theo's gym on. We got a whole, we got a whole party here. Right yeah. Right. What's going on, guys? How I roll? Big party. Oh, yeah. So what's going on? Yeah, man, living the dream, Rob. Living the dream, my friend. I know. You're everywhere, guy. I swear to God. You are everywhere. Yeah. You're in Chicago. I don't think you ever were in Chicago. You're always flying around from place to place. Now you're upstate. Yeah, Rich is all man. Not much, man. Just, uh, you know, cooking for kids at school, and, uh, you know, that's about it. Doing the show. You know, still yeah, looking for the next, the next show to be on. Still checking out the look what next show to be on, and uh, I don't know. How about yourself? Just, you know what? Doing the same thing. Finished up a couple, just got the sauces going, doing a lot of catering, a lot of private chef stuff, and, you know, I'm just hanging out. But you were one of the hottest. Hey, Richie. Yes, honey. Richie, I want your sausage, baby. <laughs> sausage. I don't know I what's going on here on the Chew in the Fat Show, but... <laughs> it's, a, it's an actual Chicago dog. Yes. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> what's up, Bev? Hi, Richard. I miss you. I miss you, too. And fuck that, Tila. Uh, yeah, you owe me some sausage, hon. I know. I know. I'm going to give it to you. I promise. I'm going to be up here waiting. See? See? It's going to be part of my big and beefy segment with these guys. You send me the sausage and we'll plug it in, man. <laughs> send me the sausage and she'll put it in. Plug it in. <laughs> okay. Good gravy. I don't know what the hell's going on here, but we have some Sorry, very. You got me on the phone on. now. You guys are screwed. <laughs> Sorry, well, Richie. The sausage Go ahead, talk. I don't know. So what, what about what about you guys, Rich, 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 and Tina? Why don't you give us just one of your favorite healthy snacks that you guys like to eat? Healthy snacks. I'm a, I'm a vodka. <laughs> okay, another hummus guy. Yeah, well, I forgot about that. I forgot about hummus. Yeah, me too. <laughs> what about you, Tina? Which one of your healthy snacks? So I like, you know, tomatoes, cucumbers, carrots, celery, cheese. I eat that stuff all the time. No one said the peanut butter on the celery. The ants on the lawn. Oh, with the extra raisins. What about you, Filomino? You got something going on over there? Guacamole. Guacamole. Avocado. Uh, well, see, that's the one thing. I love when you're talking about healthy food and stuff and 
Like, me, I eat bacon all the time and fat fried stuff. And then they're like, oh, you know, I like avocados. Someone's always like, oh, that's, that's so much fat in those. They're unhealthy. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. If I eat a case of guacamole, it's better than the sandwich I just ate. Exactly. You know, like, exactly. it's unbelievable. Like, people jump on me about eating avocados. Avocados like, actually have a lot of medicinal purposes. They're very healthy for you, too. Yeah. Everybody's got a few calories. Yeah, and I was just holding brown made uh, cake frosting with uh, avocados. Ooh. He had a whole show on avocados. What he did good eats. That's why after everybody eats, they got to go to uh, meals and work out and get a personal yeah. trainer and at the gym. So, Rich, what is uh, coming up for you? Uh, can you tell us that you're going to be on a certain show also? Uh, I can't divulge yet because I haven't been given a date yet. But, oh, all right. Uh, it's Does answer me this? Does it rhyme with Slut Road Kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I you didn't say it. I just asked if it rhymes with that. You know. Yeah, uh, it rhymes with Slut Road Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, it rhymes with that. <laughs> Buck tooth bitching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah, that's good though, man. You know what? It's funny now because I love turning on these shows. And just seeing people that I've met in the last, like, five years of my life, you yes. know? Like, especially yeah. you get your reality rally people, you get just people you meet at events or just meet online, and it's it's pretty cool because, you know what it is? They run out of people that are actually good for TV. Yes. They, the casters yes. are like, they're always looking for the next big guy, and there's not a lot of people I'm that they are good on TV. The whole health kitchen thing, because I know when I first got off of my TV in health kitchen, Nobody wanted to touch any of them. They're like, you just got off. You're under contract with Fox. No. It was an automatic no. We would love to have, or they got you on and wanted you on, and once they found out, you want Hell's Kitchen. Like, yeah, no, sorry. It's too soon. Right. Well, certain ones. Guys Grocery Games don't want people that were on other shows. Chopper really? Chopper told the people back yes. on. That's on. Cutthroat will take anybody. Chopper rejected me for five years when they finally said, yes, I can't do it. Yeah. So go figure yeah. it out. But uh, yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, I love it. I, everyone keeps telling me to go for that man versus child. Now, which would you be? Yeah, man or the child? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, should, you should cast for uh, beat Bobby Flay. Ah, yeah, but it'll be a literally beat down. <laughs> and I'm going to for five day minutes day. until I start smacking his frankly face. I'll come out with two guys in a baseball bat. That's dying. My uh. My brother, my brother-in-law's brother-in-law, does the filming for that, and he said they're dying to get. He goes, you should just come on, and I'm like, well, then, you know, send me the stuff. He goes, they cannot find chefs for that show. Like they're just dropping, yeah, people are backing out, or he doesn't like them, or whatever, and it's it's kind of weird. Our buddy um, Diane DeMeo is doing. He knows who I am too, because he's had dinner with my father a few times. But I, I, I don't know. I just can't. I want to have fun on my shows now. Yeah. You know, like if I go in yeah. there with a grudge, I want to slap this guy around. <laughs> you know. My application, I put. I think they didn't pick me because of my application. I'll put. I'll challenge him to anything in time, and he sucks. He'll never beat me. And that was my my thing. <laughs> I can pick one man. I'm not beating anything fucking Italian. Let him pick. Him. And I guess they didn't like that too much. They never pick. <laughs> Well, it was weird because when I put my thing in, said as soon as the cameras roll, I'm stabbing him. They didn't call me. They didn't call. Me. 
I really I want to have a show, teach Bobby Flay how to shake hands. Yeah. Because he has that oh. damn wet hand, dead fish handshake. Maybe we should be dissing the Food Network people too much. Just him. Just okay. him. <laughs> yeah, fucking where he breathes out. Yeah. Man. I mean, that's that, apparently that's how you get on Iron Chef. I looked up, I talked to some people. You got to be a member of the James Beard Foundation. Okay. And you have to, like, do... Like challenges out along, along social media, like challenge chefs to, to stuff, and that's how like you build up a feud. And well, I've been challenging the Master Chef guys for stuff for years now, and nobody wants to accept the challenge, yeah. except for maybe Stephen Lee. Stephen, Stephen wants hey, to challenge yeah. you. Yeah, Stephen wants to challenge. Maybe we got to do a little Hell's Kitchen versus Master Chef. Yeah. So, uh, Richie, you do you do reality rally? I saw right. Yeah, I'm going back. You guys are coming, right? Yeah, I'm going to sign. They called me today, Kim. It was like, are you coming? Are you coming? I'm like, yeah, I just keep forgetting to fill out the stuff. But, you know, I'll be there. I can't turn that yeah, down. I mean, it's just, yeah, I get to hang out with you and a bunch of other people. And, uh, you know, I got I got some uh, Master Chef guys going. Nick Nappy and Steve signed up. And, oh, cool. You know, Very cool. Yeah, I think there's about 15 chefs so far. Yeah, well, so, it's Parade anyways. You know that. We're all yeah. the main. Oh, yeah. Parade. All the rest of the guys come in and fly in our wake. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Get away but you know what? I'm parade. psyched. There's about three or four naked and afraid people. I'm psyched because I can't stop watching that show. <laughs> really? You want to go on that show? Yeah. What was the other one? Fat guys in the woods? I, see, they, they got back to me and they're filming, but I said I want to do three fat chefs in the woods. Me, you, and Rich? Yeah, yeah, why not? It would be fucking not great. We'll be dead the day. <laughs> we'll be eating We'll be eating the host. <laughs> I'll be out. I'll have him tied up. I'll call for delivery. I'll take his cell phone and order a fucking pizza and a lasagna to the fucking... Guys, just bring it back to the middle of the woods. Keep coming. Hey, look what I found. Under this mushroom. It was a whole tray. It was a whole tray of lasagna. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I'll get a fishing pole. I'll fish out a fucking prosciutto out of the lake. <laughs> Yeah, but those shows, man, I can't get enough now. They're naked and afraid. Unbelievable. I'm naked and afraid. Two hours a day in my room all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I can ever do that. I need shoes, at least. Yeah, I don't care. I'll rock out my, you know what, out. <laughs> I have no shame in my game. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that, I don't care about that, but I want shoes. You know, I'll make a pair. I'll do my Martha Stewart stuff. Yes, Rob. I'm a couple of people out there. Rob is female, Martha Stewart. They'll make anything into anything. But you're still waiting for the witness sample box. Maybe you get another one. You can make slippers out of them. Yeah, it's a Christmas thing. I'm working on it. You know, I got my ideas brewing. The challenge was for a year. Okay. I have to make something good out of a Whitman sample box. And I will. So, uh, so, Rich, what do you... What? What's up? Bev wanted me to let you know she had to go. Oh, all right. Sorry, Bev. Bev, you make it easy. You keep kicking ass. All right. And, uh, yeah, we love you. We want we want to be on Culinary Trend. Get us on Culinary Trend. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You know what? I'm going to try and get to a reality rally this year. So, I'm hoping to see you guys. All right. Oh, yeah, Rich. Yeah, just sign up anyway and raise money. And if you can't go, at least you donated some money. There you go. All right, man. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Thank All right, Bev. All right. Good luck. Good, Good luck. You're kicking thank ass, you. kid. All right. All right, you too, guys. Love you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. 
Chef Ben Lazo. Yeah, Hell's Ben Kitchen Lazo. And, uh, Hell's Kitchen, Cutthroat. Sled Trade Kitchen, what they call it. Culinary <laughs> trends as well. I follow them. I know. I got... wanna, yes, so do I. I yeah. think we got to get on that. I think we'll have a great time. But we'll get on that, and we were just invited to do Home Invaders. That's the name of the show, Home Invaders with Hector Bosa on Staten Island Cable. <laughs> All right, so let's go do it. I did, I did his show once before, and it was great. Where and I got a good reel out of it, you know. Yeah. Whatever. I had, a, I had a cook on a table that they were like chinchilla shitting on, and I was like, <laughs> I got you to the table. What are you doing? Like, why are you bringing me on after the animals? <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> There's something I never thought I would hear in my life. I had a cook on a table where there were chinchillas. Shitting chinchillas. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Rich, what are you doing upstate with Tina? Why don't you give us a little input on uh, what you got going? Well, we uh, Tina brought me out last year, and it, it was a really good time, so we decided to do the game. We're doing some cooking demos over at FBCC uh, Culinary School tomorrow and Wednesday, and we were hoping you would be up here possibly Still into, but I know you got work. I know, yeah. You know what it is, me. If I take a day off, I'm losing money. It's not yeah, like I, I can you, make, you know. It's it's just trying to catch back up, but uh, I, you know, no, we will we will do something one day. We'll we'll get to do something. I just gotta get comfortable yeah. again. <laughs> I need the phone calls <laughs> to stop. <laughs> but yeah, so you get to get one day with the students, and then one day with the whole uh, whole school. I guess is invited. The whole college is invited. So. You know, keep it real for them. Let them know that all these guys that are in culinary school are not chefs, and they're going to walk for ten dollars an hour and peel carrots for the first miserable five years of their life, and then right. move on from there. Exactly, man. You got you got to eat shit before you hit the top. Yeah, you got to eat a lot. You know, you're, you're right. You got to peel those cases of potatoes. You got to clean the cases of meat and fish, and you know. You know what? I, I will say this much: I came up through the ranks that way, even though I started out at Tribeca Grill and the whole the other thing, but. They didn't give me any mercy. Like, they threw me in the basement, like, all right, you're on prep. Yeah. And back then, yeah. it was a privilege just to be in that restaurant and have a job there. My, my first job was peeling 10 cases of potatoes, and I looked at the guy, I'm like, you fucking kidding me? I'm going to go talk to Ciro and fucking, <laughs> yeah. you got me peeling fucking potatoes over here. And, but you know what? You learn so much more that way because yeah. you actually see the, and look, a lot of these chefs, you got to know the process of when that food comes off the truck until it hits the dish. What the prep guy's doing and how they're cutting, how they're cleaning, how it's getting stored, where it's being, what's going on with it. And that's what a real chef does. Yeah. You know, these guys come in and they're afraid to get dirty, who don't want to pick up a mop or fucking peel a potato. Fuck you, you moron. Well, now when I when I freelance, <laughs> I'd be glad to sit in the back of the kitchen and peel potatoes all yeah, day. And just fuck break yeah, fuck yeah. Give me a fucking peel. There you go. Yeah, I'm your potato right. bitch for the day. Yeah. How's that hot wine, guys? I'm over here in a chat. Yeah, exactly. I'm sitting on milk crates and peeling these exactly. things. <laughs> Nice, and the sauces are going well. You got your sauce line. Yeah, well, we just signed a, a 34 store deal with Mariano's. Uh, we're talking the whole food, so we're uh, on the shelves end of November, and you know everything's going good, man. It, it's going great. It's been nice. Awesome. I think it's Shark Tank time, Rich. Maybe you need to get on Shark Tank. Yeah, you know I, they they say I said the thing in and they sent back some uh, information. We got to have like a hundred thousand sales. So after this year. We'll be at that point, so then we'll apply and see. Hey, listen. Yeah, first somebody can go on there. Somebody can go on there and have no sales. The twin candles, Shark Tank, Debbie and uh, I don't want to say, but you know, the twins who put us on Hell's Kitchen put me on Hell's Kitchen anyway. They handle yeah, right. Shark Tank. You know, I yeah, would get up with them and uh, why not? Well, they might yeah, change. Right. They might have changed it now, like, yeah. but still, I mean, it, 
once you hit that, you don't, you don't even have to get it. The best thing to do is, like, not get invested in, and your sales shoot through the roof because yeah. you're on TV. Because it's funny. I'll watch it with my girlfriend, and when we're watching people, we Google, like, whoever it is, and yeah. their website's a jant. The Squatty Potty. Yeah. Squatty Potty. Squatty Potty. Still asking for that for Christmas for two years now. <laughs> I don't want to get it. Mary said, why don't you just put them up on a waste paper basket and shut the hell up? I'm like, no, nah, I want the actual squatty potty. You guys know what I'm getting you for Christmas now. I'm going to get you a squatty potty. You get a squatty potty. Yeah, that's great. It's been awesome. And you, what are you doing, private shop? Are you still at the uh, country club? No, nah, man, I... I couldn't take no more. July first, I walked out, gave him my keys. I opened up the private chef thing. We got, we got four chefs. I got four chefs working with me, and we're just we're jammed. I mean, we're we're jammed every weekend. It's unbelievable. I, I right, so, what does that entail? Give me a little in, input on uh, what it, what the private chefing is in Italy. Yeah, we know we live in Chicago. We had a lot of suburbs. They're always looking for people to come to their house and cook dinners for anywhere from two to six to, to fifty, whatever. So they put out a thing on my website. They'll contact me. I'll send them some menus. We'll talk about a price. We come to your house with all the food. We come with a server. We come with all the pots and pans. We do a five-course dinner for you. Clean up, wash everything, put it away, get paid, and go home. And we've been cranking it. It's been unbelievable. Nice. Now, you bring, say they hire a chef. It's just a chef and a a waitress, or do you have, like, a full crew doing the cooking? It depends depends how many people, but we we can bring up the four cooks with us or in a couple of four servers that's what i have working with me now but if i need more i can always find more but yeah i can bring up we just did a wedding for 250 people about about a month ago so nice. it was uh it's been great it, it's been we're going to rent to the kitchen as we speak i just rented a a kitchen out in downers grove and uh just that's what we're doing that's what i'm doing full time got tired of working oh, awesome. for something. yeah right, well, that's i, I did it for a while and i gotta tell you it was great like i just threw an ad up on facebook when I get off right. the kitchen, I got like I literally got about three thousand dollars worth of work over that one little blip, and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna start doing this, and yeah. it's fun, you know. Like like you said, you're your own boss, you get your, own, you know, exactly what you're getting into, you know. I mean, it's a little bit of a mystery going in people's houses because you don't know the whole layout, but mostly everybody's right. really cool. Who has bottles? I used to bring bottles of wine and a free cheese appetizer, go hang out, pour everybody wine, get everybody drunk, eat cheese, cook dinner for them. Hang on, before you know it, I'm sitting with their family, I'm having a cigar, I'm hanging out. Yeah. No, it's good stuff, unfortunately. They don't leave for like three days. Yeah, Chicago's probably a hundred times better. Here in Staten Island, people want it. And then you tell them what the price oh, is, yeah. and they're like, well, so what can you do for me? And then next thing you know, they want you to sit there and, you know, they just want a tray. Yeah, just send the tray over. Right? Like, it sucks. No one wants to enjoy themselves. Everyone's looking to save a buck, and they think you're out to get them. Meanwhile, like, they don't bitch to mechanics when they take their car to get fixed. The yeah. guy goes, $500 for your brakes. Okay, here's 500 bucks. They're like, what well, can you do? Here's the thing you got to stress to them at this point. Look, if you're going to go out to dinner with dinner of four people, you're going to spend a few hundred dollars easily. Yeah, minimum. Now, now to have that experience come to you with a celebrity chef in your own home, in your own, what's that worth to you? Got to be worth a few hundred dollars more. So stop your bitching. On top of that, I want a hundred, hundred fifty dollars, two hundred dollars tip. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, Clem. You got dinner, right? What the fuck? I took, I took my cab out of my day to come to your house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just and not only that, not only are you going to eat well, but you're going to learn how to cook the meal 
not of cooking, because I used to do, like, the cooking class thing, and I would show them, you know, if it's a party of five, a party of three, a party of six, eight, I would teach them exactly what I was doing, make, you know, right. so they come up, you know, flipping salmon, fucking put salt on this, and explain to them step by step what to do, what it is we were doing, and get them involved, right. and pour glasses of wine, do trivia questions, and make a whole night of it. Yeah. You know? You order a bottle yeah. of wine, it's, it's $4 for a bottle of wine. You stay in your house, you can buy the same bottle of wine for a saw buck if you yeah, want right. there. Yeah, You know, exactly. and you can drink as much as you want because you don't drive no place. Right. Now, can you let everybody know what a saw buck is? Because I think there's a few people who don't know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> $10 bill. Okay. Yeah. There it is. Well, yeah, that's cool. And then there was definitely the stress level goes down when you don't have to be at a place six days a week. You already know what's coming up. You know that, you know, if it's slow one week, you can go and do something else to get some money. You got your sauces. And, you know, that's that's the way to go, man. It really is the way to go. You know, a lot of people doing the pop-up restaurants, but now they're starting to, like, you know, people are saying they're going to go, they're going to go, and then you wind up doing it for 10 people because 40 people said they were going to come. You know, (laughs) that's why you just, you got to book it, get paid ahead of time. And then go, you know, enjoy yourself. Count your money at the end of the week. Exactly. That, that, that's what you do. And, that, and that's what's been happening. It's been, like I said, we had, you know, we had kitchen surfing out in Chicago. They just closed their doors in Chicago because they fucked it all up. And now it's just a bunch of private chefs. And I'll tell you, we're working every week. We're booked solid through February. We don't have yeah. a weekend, you know. So, I mean, and I keep taking them. I just got a big one for Thanksgiving today. That gives oh, us nice. four on Thanksgiving, so. You know, people, well, you don't mind being without your family? My son's away. He's playing hockey. I, right, I, I right. My family, you know, I'm going to go make cash. Let me tell you about this guy. He's done nothing but work the entire time he's been here with me. Yeah, it's, it's, telling it's incredible. You. He doesn't stop. Yeah. That's why I love, I love Rich. Now, for Thanksgiving, you're not going over to the house and cooking the turkey there. Do you bring in, like, a park cooked or? Yeah, I bring, I bring a park cooked, and then I finish the meal at their house. Uh, a lot of them will do. A lot of them are doing uh, tenderloins and lamb. But we right. try to cook everything in our kitchen. Bring it over, get it finished, slice it all up, serve them, clean it up, and get out of there. So nice. it, it works out. Yeah, you know, and, it and it's people, great. You people start the work. Right. Yeah. And then the thing, you wash the dishes, you you hook it up for them, and then they're like, "Wow, this is great." And then I'm sure, like every party you do, you pick up another one or two from those people that were there. Oh yeah, it's been it's been um, the, the repeat stuff and the people that have been at the parties have been unbelievable. I mean, yeah. it's just, it, that's that's how it started. And it, it, I was doing so much when I was at the club that I'm like, fuck the club, you know? Who needs this shit? Even right. with like, the pampered little bitches and bastards, and who needed that shit? I know, now, I know. Like, you know, like you just said, if you talk to somebody they don't want to pay the price, no problem. There'll be five hundred right. people that want to pay the price. I ain't got to de- deal with this shit. Exactly. I, my my whole thing now is. When when I'm trying to book something, they're talking me down. I'm like, listen, when I leave your house, I cannot write you a check. <laughs> you know, I'm here to make money. And then they'll be like, oh, well, uh, I could get that at, at, at Price Club for this. And I could get – I was like, well, then go do it. I was like, I can do it too, but you would have to pay me $100 to go food shopping for you. <laughs> exactly. You, you know, some people don't get it. They don't get it. But, you know, I'm doing – yeah, I'm doing this little thing now. I just picked up two, 
It's uh, kind of like a chopped party where, you know, it's like a dinner party, but every guest brings a mystery thing. They just pay me to go over there, and then we have like a kind of cooking class competition. And I cook all the stuff and make a few meals and out of whatever they brought. So, you know, cool, we'll, man. That's cool. yeah, 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 we're trying to see how that's going, but, you know. That's why I don't have to bring any food in on. I show up, and I'm like, hey, where's your pots and pans? <laughs> yeah, give me all. Yeah, we got some squid over here. We got this. We got that. Oh, Clem's getting bored. Clem's getting bored. Well, as my coach is coming like a Yankee, it's not shooting everything up. Like, give me everything. You take over and you stop cooking. That's what that was about. <laughs> all right, so what do we have for a food fight? I don't know. Do we have a food fight? I don't know. We had some. We did the whole healthy food thing. I think maybe guacamole versus hummus. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah that's all. That's uh. snacks. Would you rather have guacamole, or would you rather have hummus? Hummus. Yeah. It's time for Big and Beefy's food fight. This way. I'm hummus all day long. You know, normally I would say hummus, but I gotta go. I gotta go guacamole. You know what? I only like my guacamole or at a couple of places guacamole. Most people just puree avocados and put lime on it. It's disgusting. You know. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. trust the guacamole. I don't want anything out of a bag. Tastes like medicine, you know. But uh, yeah. How about you, Rich? A little hummus versus guac. Uh, what do you got? I'm all about nice. Guacamole's are too risky. People, like you just said, they, they don't want to make guacamole, or they buy them out of a bag or a carton. But that pure yeah. shit. Yeah, like Subway. You're like, oh, we got guacamole. It's just pureed, tasteless avocados <laughs> in a bag with citric acid in it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it doesn't burn. You got that right. Yeah, I'm all about the hummus. Uh, how about you, Tina? I'm going to go hummus. All right, all right. You know what? I'm going to bring Teresa on. I'm going to bring Teresa on. Teresa. Hi, guys. What's up? Everybody listening, we got Teresa back. She's been uh, MIA doing some work and, you know, uh, really hanging out and kicking ass out in the restaurants out there and getting her feet wet. And now she's back with Big and Beefy. I am back, and I'm going to make sure that I try and be back. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you need to blow so, up steam. Uh, for, first of all, your your top five, your healthy food snacks, since when do fucking beef and, like, big and beefy do healthy? Like, really? <laughs> well, we, we got we got this uh, Adonis guy sitting across from us <laughs> making us feel bad. He's got his... His guns are pumping out. He's in shape and, you know, tall, dark, and handsome over here. Okay, if he doesn't have a his... fucking bag full of candy hiding in his closet, he's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, his favorite healthy snack was peanut butter and jelly. That's right. So, I mean. There's nothing healthy about peanut butter and jelly on bread. <laughs> it's like nothing but carbs and sugar and yeah. 
Well, I finally found out why I do gain weight in the middle of the night. My biggest thing is I have my jar of peanut butter on my headboard with all my Wendy's spoons, and I, I crave it, and I eat it. But then my my friend's son plays football. He just got a full scholarship to Albany, but he was he's 270 pounds. He's a linebacker, and they said he's too small. He's got to gain weight, and the coach said, We'll have you eating peanut butter in bed. And you'll gain you'll gain fifty pounds in no time. I was like, oh shit, that's why I'm fat. <laughs> like wow. I remember you saying something like that, like way back over a year ago when I first started. You said you kept um, peanut butter in, I think it was something pickles. Like you kept pickles or something. Oh no, mustard. Oh, no, mustard. mustard. I got this mustard. Mustard. Well, mustard for my cramps and my legs. When I when I can't when I, I get that cramp and I'm like crawling juice. around like I'm handicapped, I just guzzle some mustard and it goes away in about a minute. Pretty and gross, then I told but... you to start drinking pickle juice or bananas. I love pickle juice. Or eat a banana, uh, exactly. Banana That'll takes too it. long. Takes too long. This about a, I think because I'm gagging on mustard, it, it takes away from <laughs> you know a like cramp in my leg. Uh, as far as the food fight, um, which I'm just going to put my opinion out there, it's lame. Uh, guacamole versus hummus, is it? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to say if it's a good hummus, I would I would go with hummus. All right. Yeah, see, I mean, it's that's the stuff. Now, I make guacamole a million I make a black exactly. bean hummus. I make an edamame hummus. You know what I've been doing with my guacamole, though, and it's making it kick ass, is I do half avocado Half uh, green sweet peas. Nice, nice. Right, that might actually make a big difference because I love sweet peas. Yeah, and it really does. It makes it sweet, and it makes it even a brighter green, and it helps with the uh, with the changing of the color. You'll get that black layer on the top. You know, from the uh, from the uh, what, 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 what the hell do they call that? Oxidization. Yeah, yeah, the oxidation. <laughs> I don't know. God, I miss you guys. I know. Well, just to let you know, Clem stepped away for a minute. He's on the phone. <laughs> He's what? There he goes. All right, so Mike, what do you got? Hummus versus guac? I'm Team Hummus. I'm with you. Yeah. Guys. All right. I used so, to be okay. Team Hummus. Yeah. But I'm all, you're right, though. Guacamole. Unless Unless you guys haven't taken the hummus and turned it into hummer or something. You're guacamole, man. It's fantastic. Well, it's basically the same thing. Yeah, except one's chickpea and one's avocado. But, yeah, it's it's a dip. But it's the same. It's a creamy creamy dip. Yeah, a creamy dip that's kind of healthy for you. Now, do you like those creamy dips, Rob? It's a little more grainy. (laughs) Well, it depends. (laughs) Depends. You got you got to try my black bean hummus. It depends on how much you whip your dip. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I whip that shit. Oh well, yeah, it does. If you don't whip your dip enough, it's not creamy. Yeah. If you just go in, you beat it a few times, it's going to be chunky. Why is it every time I come on, everything just turns so bad? <laughs> that is a very good question, actually. It's your phone sex voice that yeah. uh, you know we always gotta turn it to something. It, <laughs> it was a very white. I don't even see that in here anymore. I know. I don't even have no. I have Barry on here somewhere. That's what I'm looking for, <laughs> and I have no idea where it is. 
And I'll probably find it like at the end of the show and hit hit it with a little Barry. <laughs> Bob, do you know where the Barry White is? No. I'm Did you upload it? I can't find it. I see all yeah, kinds I'll... of stuff on here, all kinds of uh, Halloween stuff. Yeah. We got. Uh, Hang on, we got a phone call. Hang Jersey on. Jack's calling in. Oh, Jersey Jack. Let's. Oh, all right, she put her into the uh, green room. So when did when did Mr. Mio over here vote? Did you go with hummus? He went uh, with hummus. Hummus, team hummus. Yep. Before the show's over in a little while, we're gonna get back to you. We're gonna talk all about your gym, Mio's gym, off the Kill Road, Staten Island. You know what it is you do there, about your personal trainers. So Amanda, what do you like, guacamole or, or uh, hummus? Wow, you hit it on the nail. Thank you for such talking to me. I like guacamole. What? But I like to make guacamole. Okay. You'll we'll okay. see that's the thing. You the like funny part is, three months ago, she hated guacamole. I was going to get to that, Clem. Could you wait a minute? He's right. Three months ago, I hated guacamole because I never knew what guacamole was until I went to Brooklyn and my cousin... Well, that, that's the thing, though. It's true, though, because you look at something like that, it's green, it looks slimy. Like, when I first didn't like certain things, if I looked at that and didn't know what it was, I'd be like, I ain't eating that green, slimy shit. When you actually taste it and experience it, it gives something a chance. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. My cousin's daughter um, was had an avocado, and I was like, what are you making? Guacamole. And I was like, guacamole. Your avocado fell on my navel. And I was Delicious. like, okay, so how do you make it? Well, a little, well, cousin Phil, a little bit of a lemon, a little bit of a salt and pepper, and a little bit of onion, and a little bit of this and that, and a little bit of oregano. Well, and, no oregano, but... Well, and I well, tried it. Italian guacamole. Yeah, it was Italian guacamole. Okay. And I loved it. And every time me and men go out, to any place that has guacamole in it, I have to have it. All right. I have to have it. It's got to be in my salad. I have to. You could even right. ask men. Nice. So he's going for the guacamole. We, we got guacamole it. Guacamole on a roll on a roll. Yep. What are you looking for over there? I don't know. I'm just looking. I'm looking for something. All right. But well, Teresa's still got Jackie in the uh, green room. Hey, guys, Rich okay. and I are going to uh, hang up now because we got an early day tomorrow. All right, so, uh, Rich, you take it easy, guy. I'll, talk, I'll keep in touch with you, like, during the week. Let me know how this event went. And, uh, Tina, I'll talk to you soon. And uh, I'll awesome. see you, Rich, at uh, Reality Rally, my friend. Yeah, man, looking forward to it. Take it easy, Club. All right, I might even, I might even call you to pick your brain about the uh, private chef stuff. To see how you, how you how you how you get to these people without uh, having them try to hit you over that. <laughs> you got it. I'll talk to you soon, man. Good. <laughs> All right, Rich. Peace. All right, guys. Have a good night. All right. So yeah, definitely hands down. We got the uh, hummus. Hummus takes it. Hummus. Hummus wins. All right. Because it was only two guacs. All right. But, uh, you know. So, Jackie's still in agreement. Why don't we get back to... Uh, let's get back to Mike. Let's get back to Mike and Mio. So, uh, now, again, tell everybody, you know, this is the second half of that show. we got a lot of new people listening. Um, so, you're on Off the Kill Road. The name of the place is what? Mio's Gym? Mio Fitness. Mio Fitness. Okay. Yeah. Mio Fitness, Arthur Kill Road, uh, between Arthur. How did you come with the name Mio? Does that have a meaning that's to it? That's my last name. Okay. Yep, that's my last name. Right. Ah, ah, I was going to say because it's my gym. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. So, yeah, it makes sense. And you're Italian. I am, of course. Okay. Yep. Okay. 
<laughs> just just throw it out there. Most of us are. Why is she so low? You're on a little chat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So what, now, what do you do there? Tell everybody exactly what you do. Beautiful. Yeah. So it's a um, exclusive personal training facility uh, by okay. appointment only. Um, so basically, we have our clients come in, sit down with me. Uh, they get a free consultation about what exactly. Uh, now, how much in advance do you have to, to, to do the appointment? Like, let's say I said, oh, shit, I want to get in tomorrow. Okay. Is there a 24-hour notice? Do you do it? Or, you know, how does that work? You know, we just we just recently opened. Uh, so okay. right now, the schedule, you know, getting the clients in, they've been waiting for a little bit. Um, so getting the clients in, I'm a little bit more available. Okay. Uh, the only times I am not available is, um, as I shared with you, I do also, I'm also a fitness model. Uh, so okay. if I do have to be on set or if I have a photo shoot, then obviously I'm not I know, I'm a that. fitness model too. <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, so unfortunately I can't be that. I can't be in two places at once. So Last week I had a speed up. I'm shooting, it was so yeah, they can do. Um, I also I am part of with the, an app with Mind Body. So if they download the Mind okay. Body app, um, they can go on there and see my availability uh, with schedule. And you can get that when to Google Play. Uh, Google Play or the the uh, App Store. Oh, the App Store. Uh, okay. IPhone, correct. Um, also, okay. it, there is going to be a link. I have my marketing team working on getting the link onto my website. Okay. So my schedule. Okay. Uh, Very cool. Yep. And then as far as uh, the other trainers, like I like I mentioned, two other trainers are being hired. Um, now it's just a full gym. There's no pool, nothing there. It's just all machines. No, right. Exactly. Okay. So it's basically 1,400 square feet. Um, most of it's obviously the machines um, okay. because it is commercial grade equipment. Um, my office, and then I have uh, one full bathroom and then one half bath. So now it's one-on-one training. Is there any classes you guys where there's a bunch of people or? Good question because okay. that's what a lot of people are asking. Right now there is no pool. I'm not doing classes. Okay. Um, in the future, you know, this is something that um, the way I set this up is I eventually do want to franchise this along with the brand. Okay. Um, so I am going to eventually want to do classes, open up another facility. Obviously, the long-term goal is to get you know something like this franchise. Um, but right now it's just the one-on-one training. As soon as the clients come in and I see the demand for the classes, then I'll be offering classes as well. I think maybe the easy money, the Zumba yeah. class. What a class at 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m., 12 a.m., 1 a.m. And even you got different trainers in there. Right. Because I like, Sylvia and I do the swim class. Okay. And it's great because I'm the only fucking guy and it's a fucking pool full of women. I'm just bouncing around, running the pool, doing something. I got no shame. I don't give a fuck. But it's a lot better. have that better. special chlorine in the pool that turns blue? Yeah. <laughs> That's what that stuff was. That was <laughs> I wonder why I kept turning blue. you around. But, um, <laughs> no, it is a lot better. Like, we'll go and it'll be a bunch of us, but it's so much better with... And instruct it, and, it, and I like it because it's a small little class, only about ten people, at best twelve people, right. and it's just a lot of fun. But I also do like the personal attention, and it does make a huge difference. Again, you go into that gym yourself, you're by yourself, you don't know what to do, you don't know where to go, you forgot how you set the machine, you know what I'm saying? You're not sure if you're doing it right, you don't know how much to do. So it's good to have someone push. You. Yeah, that's oh, definitely it's the way to go. If, if you're serious about going with gym and working out, you should always get a trainer. Because they know what to do. That's what they're there for to motivate you. And you know you can't you can't count on yourself to motivate yourself unless you're in Mike's shape. Now do you get all hyped up when you train people. You're like, come on, motherfucker, do it. <laughs> or you gotta be like really nice. And you know, it depends on the client's needs. I could be both. I could okay. be you know a real screamer, or I could you know take right. it easy. It really depends on what the client needs. If the client needs that motivation, that you need to right. scream it in your face, then that's what you're gonna get. Otherwise, some people don't really like that. Right, right, right. So if we go jogging and something, you got to get like a fishing pole with a brazoot sandwich. <laughs> 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 in, I'll keep up. Come on, man, you can do it. 
No, but and, I, I, I'm that kind of person that needs that motivation. Right. When I get there and you're fucking saying something to me or I'm doing something with somebody, I'll fucking, you'll be surprised what I can do for a fat mm-hmm. guy. I'm not in fucking stop. I ask from everybody in that fucking pool. No joke. And I'll do jumping jacks, fucking whatever they do. I go twice as more. I'm still in the pool a half hour after that. I'm walking on my hands and swimming. And, swimming <laughs> last, and everybody else is fucking in the pool. But the second I step out of the pool, they are. It's, gyms are intimidating if you don't know what you're doing. He's even, it, it, even if you don't know what you're doing, you go in there, you look around, you see people that, and they walk in with the mentality of like, hey, I'm going to do this. And then you see people that have been there for a year or more. They're already in shape and they're continuing to go to a gym to stay in shape. And they get intimidated yeah. by that. They're like, you know, and then they don't understand the whole plateau. You lose weight. You hit the plateau. You're not going right. to see much of a change for a while. And it gets intimidating. So I can understand yeah. that. My claim to fame with gyms was I belonged when I was like in my 20s to Ferrigno's gym yep. in Port Richmond. And I made the quitters wall because I went there like twice. <laughs> <laughs> and I went back, and there was a big picture of me on the quitters wall. And I was like, "That's awesome!" Too bad there wasn't selfies back then. Yeah, I'd have definitely uh, had a picture of that. But because it was, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing, and you know, there it was like a lot of dudes like but that's just, powerlifting you and said, like you, you know, nudging really everyone know, out of the way. You don't really know what to do, so you feel like an idiot, and that's where the frustration comes in. Like, right? Yeah, that too. Yeah. And then I guess guys, it's like you see the big beefed ripped guys. For us girls, you see the, the thin, pretty little girls that are, you know, all nice and slim. And then you, it just, it, it does. It can be very intimidating for people who don't know what they're getting into. Yeah. Well, they tried to do that with Planet Fitness, right, to make it like the friendly gym. But every time I drive yeah. past, it's like, you know, like muscle guys in there <laughs> all over the place and like little old ladies I'll staring you, at them. I'll like, give you the funniest story that I was, I went, years ago I went to the gym and this guy I was outside just being an asshole. I'm talking, this guy was fucking ripped. Had tribal band tattoos around his neck on him, teardrop on his eyeball, fucking muscles like fucking basketballs, just abusing everybody. And here's my fat ass popping up to him. I got a half a joint in my mouth, my shorts are falling off. I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are? You and I just started abusing this guy, abusing him. That's the first day we met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just started abusing this guy, like yelling at him because he's like, he's picking on this kid, like who's you know, like a little slow. And making fun of him, like abusing the kid. And I went at him, and he just almost cried like a bitch. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like looking at him, and I'm thinking in my head, if this guy gets angry and hits me, he'll probably knock me the fuck out on one shot. But he just totally, like, backed down. And I'm like, you know, it's all, it's the point of the whole story is a lot of it's all in your mind. It's the straight, look, if you got that inner strength in your mind to go work out and push exactly. yourself, that's where it all comes from. A lot of people, you know, you don't have that mental stability. Like it, it does take a little bit of mental training yeah, to do yeah. it because you got to get in that routine. You got to get in that mindset. Exactly. It becomes a lifestyle. Exactly. It becomes a, you know. You, know, you got to follow up with it. That's a great point. Go to the gym for you, not for anybody else. Yeah, that's number yeah. one. Yeah. But you know, people always ask me how long 
are you in the gym a week, you know? But it's not it's not only how long I'm at the gym, it's also what I'm doing outside of the gym. Exactly. That's so right. much more than what you're doing at the actual gym. Diet's like 80% of what you put into it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's not, it's going to Dunkin' Donuts and getting a black iced coffee instead of the donut that's sitting right there. Yeah. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So if it, you do a lot of little things, in gym, like swimming, ordering an extra value meal in a Diet Coke. Yeah, that's exactly But it's the little things, too. Like, I used to purposely park my car down the block. Right. So I would walk that extra block and then into the building. People think that that's nothing, but if you do that six times a week, twice a day, you're walking that much more. You're getting that much more calories burned off. It's even simple things like nowadays you don't close the trunk by yourself. You push a button. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's everything. The world has gotten really lazy. They don't even roll the windows down. It's like... I always always bring this up on the show, and I've always said this. I forgot the comedian who said this, but I literally, and me personally, I don't have to leave my apartment to get anything. So, you know, take this the wrong way. But I can order up Food, a bag of weed, a blowjob, yeah. get Flacco to go rob my rims and have to put on the car before I even leave my apartment no, it's now. True. This is how lazy even food shopping. the world is. Yeah, right oh, that's a nice. You're walking around. You're carrying the bags now. Guy comes right to your door. You're ordering online. And then they wonder why. Then you had people like Bloomberg going to cut out the 16-ounce fucking soda. How about cut out the fucking laziness and right. get people to walk and cut out the fucking yep. the deliveries and all the other bullshit? Yeah. Because everything's broke exactly. right to you. Even yep. the phone, man. You don't even have. You don't even have to like turn the phone. You can say, "Okay, Google." You don't even have to pick up your phone. Mm-hmm. Me, I got the Samsung thing. It's okay, fuckface. But that's what prompts my phone. I can literally say, "Okay, fuckface," and my phone say, "And you'll talk to the lens." Me, I don't even got to pick it up anymore. Right. It's prompted that setting. I mean, are we that lazy? Well, it is. I mean, kids used to walk to school. Sadly, they yeah. get driven to school now yeah. because everyone's afraid of getting kidnapped or this or that, and that's where it stems. As a kid. We used to be active. We were active kids. Yeah. Riding bikes. We walked everywhere. We walked rode our everywhere. bikes for miles. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, played in the street. Now it's video games, right. fast food, getting driven around. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And smoking pot. <laughs> yeah. Which, look, again, I'm, no, I'm not hey, saying don't that. Throw that thing, in there. <laughs> no, because let me tell you, I don't mind smoking weed, but I think people who abuse it are where the problem is. I'm all for the legalization of it. If you're smoking 10 blunts a day and hitting your vape pen 40 times but a day... But that can be said about problem. anything. That could be said about drinking. Exactly. That could be said exactly. about pill popping. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of times if you pop pills, you, you're in shape, though. You get, you're in shape with that. You know. Like, back in the day, you could tell the guy that did a lot of blow. Yeah. He was, was kind of in shape. Well, except for me. I used to party when I was 20. I was the only fat thing that I used to. I used to steal lines and go eat a slice of fucking pizza. I all right, well, yeah. we have Jackie on the line. We haven't talked to Jackie in a couple of weeks. Hi, Jack. Welcome back. Hey, guys. How are you? Very good. How was your Halloween? How was my Halloween? I didn't go out. I stayed home. Really? Did you hand out candy at least or empanadas? No, I live in the hood. Ain't nobody walking around down here. <laughs> you should have canceled my truck to treat. I Over saw you. I Jack. saw the lunch lady. I, I said, oh, my God, what a good costume that was. Oh, it's great. But, uh... Yeah, and I, it's, no, it's not the same no, anymore. You know, back in the day, there would be millions of kids, and now it's like I saw maybe five kids on my block, so. Yeah, well, you know what? Around my house, too. It used to be, like, van loads of people pulling up. They don't get out. I have so much candy left over, and, like, other friends of mine said we had five trick-or-treaters. I think it's because they do these trick-or-treats at school. They fill up on candy, and, you know, like on Halloween, we had nothing scheduled. We would go to school. Dressed up and then walk home and then go trick or treating all day. Now with right. basketball games, practice, nothing stops. 
Well, this you year know? the kids didn't even weren't even allowed to dress up for school because apparently, because the past couple of years there were some parents that I guess they don't celebrate Halloween and they were they, I guess they were offended. You fucking kidding me? So, yeah, there's a no, lot of so Jehovah's Witnesses and stuff. They, they don't they celebrate they didn't holidays. Any, no, they didn't let any of the kids uh, dress up this year for any parades or anything. Yeah, but wait, and, here's my um, question: to All that I, I got to take exception to that. I got to cut you off because here's my thing. I understand their point. Okay, we don't do it. Why should I have to be subjected to that? But the reverse right. side is that is, we all do it. Why do I have to stop just because of you? Right. We've been an ongoing tradition in this fucking country for fucking years. If you don't right. like it, fucking bed. Go get your fucking sign box and take your motherfucking walk. You know, yeah. we're not subjecting it to you. So what? Somebody get kids stressing up. Why do you got to take away their fun? Yeah. You know, and just the my my shit. outlook on that. Honestly, I'm not racist. I you know I could care less, but. Our oh, kids exactly. only want to dress up. Our kids only only dress up once a year. You walk around in a costume every day of your life. Like yeah, we don't know exactly. who you are under that under that robe with only your eyeballs sticking out. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what what's the difference? What's the difference between the kids dressing know. up as something and you dressing up like that every day? Like, I know, it's kind of stupid, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, the world is too politically correct now. It's you know everything has to go. You can't offend anybody. You can't do like even like Harry no, Hamlin. No one doing this. No one doing that in class. Yes, Harry Hamlin dressed up with his <laughs> wife as like Sid and Nancy or something, and he had a SWAT sticker T-shirt on, which was like you know in the back in the day in the punk rock, and people were crucifying him over that. Wow. Like it's a costume. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, kids now. That's everybody over here now goes to. Um, what Everybody around here goes to Roselle Park now because Roselle Park closes down like a couple of blocks. Right. And they all just, you know, they close it down and they have all the decorated houses and everything. So most of Elizabeth, Union, Roselle, Cranford, you know, all those towns, they all just go to Roselle Park. I mean, yeah. there's like thousands of people over there on Bender Avenue. So it's well, there from the like three to three. I will say this. Look at the Halloween spirit. People are decorating their houses now like Christmas. You go on uh-huh. Halloween, there's some fucking stuff I wear. They got fucking, yeah. you know, it looks like Christmas lit up. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some yep. people are into it, some people aren't. I mean, but, you know, back to, um, you know, around here, too, we have some blocks that have almost like a block party. And they everyone goes out, hangs at the houses, and they trick-or-treat around the neighborhood. But I yeah. had, most of my trick-or-treaters were... Like teenagers not even dressed up, just with a backpack on their chest, and they would like mm-hmm. go trick or treat. I knocked on your door four times too, Rob. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to. I, was, I had a whole setup outside. We had chairs, a cooler. I was the one sneaking my arm over the back of the kitchen in the candy bowl. But it's sad. I used to love Halloween where it was packed, and I just like seeing all the costumes. You know what it is? They're taking the fun out of everything because someone's got something to fucking say. Even Fourth of July. I'm sorry. If you get a fucking, you blow up your finger with a firecracker, you learned your fucking lesson and you never did it again. You're still going to blow it off, right? That's what we did anyway. Your little Johnny's going to go out and hit the fucking crack pipe anyway, you fucking moron. Because you're not paying attention to him anyway. You know, that's that's the shit that pisses me off like this. Well, you're a giant. Yeah, Paul blew his two fingers off. Yeah, well, think about this. When we were kids, we were all fireworks. We had no fucking cell phones. We had no fucking video games. And we grew up just fine. Yeah. We're completely out of our fucking minds. Right. But we grew up just fine. Yeah. There I mean, if you did have video games, they were horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We had Pong. <laughs> yeah. And Pac-Man. And, and Pac-Man is actually a great game, but, you know. Yeah, but not at the home video back then. Yeah, you know, no, exactly. Like, but, you know, I don't know, man. 
You see who died? Who died? The guy, he was a senator for, for Tennessee, but he was also the DA on Law and Order for years. You know the guy Fred something? Yes, Fred, Fred, oh, come on. Savage? No. Williams, Fred something. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I don't about. know. I just I just saw that before. Why do I know next week you'll have a theme song to it? You'll be singing the fucking. Yeah, I know. Maybe right? have a costume dressed up. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I think I do have something though. Well, I did find I, I found the Barry White, by the way. Yeah. Ah, there it is. It took me a little while. Too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But. I don't know about that. I'm Got more from that little sound bite thing. Yeah. So, all right, so we did our food fight. We did our top five. We did our news. We got any guests for next week? Uh, I don't know, but here's a little tribute to the guy Fred. Okay. In the criminal justice system, sexually based offenses are considered especially heinous. In New York City, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Special Victims Unit. These are their stories. And now Food Network has these master baking junior chefs kind of kids. I got arrested for master, master baking junior. <laughs> <laughs> I got everywhere I move, I got to report myself. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. Woo! Listen to Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy every week or download us on BeatsandEats.net or iTunes. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little station identification there, too. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah, it's right up there with the Ramsey. Yeah. So, so, all you Staten Island people, you've got to check out Meal Fitness off the kill. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, where is exactly? It's a little hard to find if you don't know where it is. Aren't you off to the side a little bit? Right, perfect. So, okay. um, it's in between Arden and uh, Woodrow and Arden, but uh, if you guys are familiar with the curve that goes around there, there's mm-hmm. a car wash that sticks out a little bit. Um, it's the same plaza that 10-4 bar is on. Okay. okay. Uh, but mine is the first storefront. Okay. So it's yeah, it's it's backed away from the street a little bit. It's right by the JCC, right? A little bit before it. A so little bit you, before, um, right? If you're familiar with the, the new park that they, I believe it's soccer yes, field. the big soccer yep, field. Exactly. Yeah, it's right next to that, towards the other side, closer okay. to Woodrow. Yeah, and it's right off the highway. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right off uh, 440. If, mm-hmm. if anyone is familiar with the uh, motorcycle. Um, Place where people train to ride motorcycles, it's right around the curve. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, so, uh, it is convenient though. Parking is always, I mean, it says always parking there. Um, and See, now, our gym, when we go to LA Fitness, you can never fucking park. Which, which I used to belong to LA Fitness. The one on Richmond Road, uh, Richmond Avenue, Avenue a little bit kill. There's never a fucking park. Yes. Yes. As soon it as does. you walk in, it's right to the left. Oh, is uh, it the one, the old movie theater? It's the old Wolbaum's. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. not in Travis, not the Travis one. No, nope, it's the old. It's the one right off of Richmond Avenue. You make that. You have the Exxon, then you have that shopping center. You got the McDonald's, the donut store. The, <laughs> All the right things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got the McDonald's. You got a fucking donut store. You got Jimmy John's. Yep. Boston Market. Boston Market. Northfield Bank is in there. And then you got the gym. Uh, but there so is it by the other movie theater? That one? Right. Yeah. The atrium or yeah, right. Oh, all right. All right. But I, I like one... it because you walk in and, and the pool's right there. But, you know, it's not a very big gym. It's not a very... 
I've, I've gotten into about four fights in there already. I threatened to throw the lifeguard in the fucking jacuzzi. I threatened to fucking drown the lifeguard already. And, uh... I must love you there. Well, they actually really do. But then, you know, if they go there, these kids, they aren't trained. See, that's the thing about his gym. And I'm going to bring this up, and I'm just going to say this. There's no personalization in that gym. You get, okay, I mean, they know me only because I was on TV and a few of them recognized me and I threatened to kill a few people. That's why they know me. So I chased the guy around the desk and told him I hit him over the fucking head. But, you know, that's beside the point. Is There's no personalization there. You walk in, nobody, you know, they know what you say, well, but no one cares what you're doing. There was no lifeguard one night. Rolls from it. There's no attention. You know, you go into a gym, you want to feel comfortable. Even me, now, we've been going there three or four months. And I still feel, I still feel a little uncomfortable right. sometimes. I'm like, all right. I'm getting ready to the point where, you know, it's been long enough after the surgery. I can maybe get on the bike and do some work. And, but I just don't feel that level of comfortable. I see this hot chick on the fucking thing. <laughs> Kitty's bouncing everywhere. And they got the guy with the fucking muscles and the fucking thing on. And I'm like, here comes my fat, hairy Italian ass walking up and saying, all right, how the fuck do I do this thing? You know what I'm saying? But right. if you had that... Someone pushing you and instructing you and telling you, I mean, that, that's right. what it needs. That, and that's exactly, you know, what meal, fit, uh, meal fitness were structured to give you that knowledge and teach you that form for you to go out on your own and be comfortable doing it at the gym. Yeah. So, you know, we don't want to hold you there for a year. That's why each contract is personalized to you. You know, it's not a year contract. I, it, it's just it's right. impossible to do that because every client is different. Um, that's okay. why the contracts run from three months to 12 months. If you decide to stick longer, that's up to you. You know, I'm not looking to rip anybody off. I do this because this is what I love to right, do. Right. This is what, you know, my okay. fans and my followers asked me to do. Um, so, yeah, that's why. And it's not work if you love it. Exactly. Great. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I was blessed in that way that I, uh, you know, I was coming from a completely different field. I was, you know, um, in corporate banking, in corporate. Uh, so, you know, it was yeah. completely different, um, but a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Right. Now, real quick, can you run us through what, like, a typical little first-timer session might be? Like, what would you recommend, you know? So, yeah, I mean, first what we have to do is we have to sit down, obviously. It's an office conversation uh, just to okay. get you make, make sure you're medically able to. Um, okay. But literally the first session is more of, like, uh, strength and flexibility. So I want to okay. see where you're at, right? I want to see what you're able to do, where you're at, how much you're able to lift. See, but I'm pretty flexible for a fact. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't mean that I can do yeah, well, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I got different. some serious backers. Exactly, exactly. You'd be surprised what I can do for for a big boy. Yeah, so the biggest thing for you, you know, having back issues, I need to know what you know what level are we comfortable at with okay. your back being the way it is because we don't want to injure it any any more than than you already have. At this point, I can't get any more injured. I'm already I'm already pumped. <laughs> that's, that's it. So it's really about the flexibility um, and, and making sure that you can do the form. Um, if you can't do the form, you know, setting you on some other type of technique in order to, to work that muscle without, you know, potentially okay. it further. So it's really getting to know each other, basically. It's building that relationship, getting to know your body and, and what you're capable of doing. And each session that you do with the trainer is one hour? And you yeah, do I have hours and half hours. As okay. Well, half sessions, which would be 30 minutes. Um, because, I mean, even if cardio is in your, in your plan um, with the hour of mine, I'm not going to sit next to you for half hour doing cardio. I think that's ripping your clients off. So yeah. you're going to do the half hour before the hour with me. And then okay. we get into right. the hour and, and we go ahead, we do our stretching, whatever we need to do, and get right into the workout. Okay. That's cool. I yeah, like absolutely. this. I, I have a question for you. Sure. You're a personal trainer in a, a professional gym, correct? Oh, well, it's, it's my, it would be my own gym. So, uh, uh, they just opened it up. So right. it's more, it's not like a giant gym where it's in person. Well, no, just like gym, gym wise. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm being referred to physical therapy because I uh, come to find out that I have a lot of physical things that are going on. I have sciatica. 
okay. which we're waiting to find out how severe it is. Welcome they also to my have world. Severe carpal tunnel. Okay. And Welcome to my world. Some, <laughs> something going on with uh, a nerve in my neck. They're saying. Yep. Okay. Something that's pinched. So both of my arms are actually going numb at like strange times. That happens to me. I wake up, up. I can't even. I can't feel right. my arms. That's too much masturbating. Exactly. Peanut butter and wake you up in the middle can? of the night. <laughs> and no peanut butter and pickle juice and mustard doesn't fix this shit. <laughs> pickle juice right. is um, actually very healthy. <laughs> it's salty well, as fuck. But let me tell you something. I drank pickle juice. Great for after a hangover. <laughs> if you have a sore throat, I kid you not. It actually helps <laughs> pickle juice. It helps. I guess all the salt kind of kills the invention, but. All right, so finish the question. But my question is, what would be the difference to seeking out a personal trainer such as yourself versus going or is recommending it like a physical therapy establishment? Great. So that's a great question. To be honest, um, and that's what I'm upfront and honest, you would probably have to go through physical therapy treatment before being cleared to come to a, a personal trainer. Um, you know, when you're at that level that the person, you could maybe mingle the two, I would consult with your doctor, just see what exercises that you're doing, um, what needs to be worked on, what, you know, what, where your strong points are, where your weak points are, and then take your, your, your regimen from there. But first it would be definitely physical therapy. You would stick with your trainer. Um, you know, I, I would never want to be liable for making an injury any worse. Uh, and a doctor and a physical therapist would have to do their part before even coming into my facility. Because right. Maybe a physical therapist can give you a list of exercises exactly. and stuff right. that you would be able to give to a personal trainer and say, let's work on this. So, uh, yeah, because Neo Fitness is so personalized, I would probably just consult the doctor on, right. you know, because there's a waiver that she signed that says mm-hmm. I'm giving Michael permission to, uh, you know, know my medical records <laughs> right. in this type of uh, capacity. Oh, cool. Yep, so I would just, So you know, it could actually take, you know, whatever physical therapy treatment and take it to an actual personal trainer. Yeah, but I mean the personal right. The personal trainer will need medical clearance. I mean, a good personal trainer would need medical clearance from your doctor, saying that you're you know physically able to do the do physical physical activity. Um, Otherwise, it's just a huge liability. You know. Right. Yeah, you can be making it worse without knowing it. You know. So. So, how would you handle somebody who has a delicate condition? but yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, there there are conditions out there where people are the they're more flexible, more likely to hyperextend or dislocate right. something. So, how would you go about handling that kind of situation? Like, say, well, all right, well, you can't them just to go and do whatever. I think he's gonna throw you up on a table first and just bench it. It's the communication. Once you're medically cleared, it's the communication between me and that client, yeah. or that client and my trainer, basically. That's why the initial, um, the initial, you know, meeting that so we have. So in other words, they, you session. take the time out to talk to the people, right. go over their records, go over their medical history exactly. a little bit, and, and learn about their body and what they're capable of doing. Right. Start them out. Right. So our physical trainers actually trained to handle some or all or certain medical conditions that some people face. That ties in with, uh, you know, being a personal trainer is a certification that you get. Um, it's In no way do you have to go, I mean, it's not like a medical school or right. being a, a, a physical therapist. Those are actually doctors that went to school 
and, and were trained and studied and, you know, studied on, on corpse, to be quite honest with you, um, as far as the human body. Personal trainers, so we don't so have to go generalized through. in, like, muscle structure, Right. Yeah, the literature on it is all about uh, the muscles and and how they all interact and react with each other. Um, And, you know, what it is with the diet, what grows muscle, what will, you know, take off body fat, what will do this, what will do that. Um, As far as injury to a muscle, that's a physical therapist or a doctor that would do that. But it's a communication, you know, that first meeting is all about flexibility and the strength. Um, you know, and it's really literally a scale of one to ten. If, say, it's your shoulder hurting you, we try to move that shoulder uh, in different ways. The shoulder is very intricate. Um, and you tell me on a scale of one to ten, where's your pain level? So we know exactly what where we're pushing and where we're not. Yeah. Right. So you know your shit. Mike knows his yeah, stuff. That's good to know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they know their shit. And every Friday there's a bounty lifting class. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are some gyms, to be honest with you, what is it, the first Monday of every, I mean, they, they're giving pizza out <laughs> to everybody. Well, yeah. it's funny, because our gym, which, you know, obviously we, we would members more before you opened up this, but, you know, maybe when Yum Yum opened up, they came in with egg rolls and, yeah, I mean, like, I walked into the gym, yum. the first thing I did when I walked into the fucking gym to we, go in a pool, <laughs> there's a table of fucking egg rolls next to me. And I'm like, hey, come on a look. Give me three egg rolls and a little cup of duck sauce. I'm walking around, I'm in the pool, I'm, living, I'm on my phone, I'm like, this is great. Yeah, <laughs> duck sauce fingerprints on all the, uh, on all the... Yeah, that's how you won't find that at Meal Fitness. Maybe yeah. a protein bar, a protein shake, right. but no egg rolls. No, it's great because they're giving out everything from deodorant to yeah, candy bars to protein bars to it's just this weird, bizarre thing that goes on in there. But you're going into a gym? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, I'm in five below. Yeah. Oh wait a minute, Whole Foods. They need to have natural water with a purifier. Yeah, yeah. They have right. natural water with this little purifying thing and cell. There's always like a little table there with some well, of that that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's just a lot of a lot yeah, of the, the egg rolls with well. the duck sauce don't. No. Like, the water, yes. Yeah, they go through <laughs> avenues to grow their business and, and increase sales right. that just don't make sense. Like you know, egg roll or, yeah. or pizza. It just doesn't make sense in our industry. I mean, no. it doesn't make sense that they water. do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. But that you know, it's it's a lot of this networking stuff that people will just take Plus anything. It's really hard to do a backstroke with an egg roll hanging out of your mouth. Don't need to have to hold the duck sauce and every left backstroke. Mental every image of Clem doing the backstroke while having Clem's an egg roll. Clem's back in the gym with his inflatable lounge chair. Now, what I did want to do is just what I don't understand. The pool should have music. It should have some kind of strobe lights going on. It should be fun. You know, now it's like little Russian with all these Russians sitting in the fucking... They're hovering around the corner of the pool. Nobody talks. Put some music on. Blast it up. Have some fucking fun. Right. Work out. Get fucking nuts. It's got to be a good experience. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't right. want to do yeah. it. I mean, yep. you got to want to come. Exactly. you got to say... Oh, I'm Me, I wouldn't want a glass of wine, go in the pool, <laughs> go in exercise. Well, I don't want the glass of wine. They may not <laughs> want you to do that and then jump into a hot pool or a sauna. <laughs> <laughs> skinny girl. You got a skinny girl uh, in Cosmos or whatever. There you go. Skinny girl martini. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. my that's my 12-inch curls. I mean 12-ounce curls. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So we're winding down to the end of the show. Uh Michael, give us your website, your Facebook page, the address of the gym. Let Beautiful. us know where you're at. Thank you, guys. So it's Meal Fitness located on uh, 1547 Arthur Road between Woodrow and Arden Avenue. Um, it's in the same plaza as 10-4 Bar. Um, so the website is MeoFitnessInc.com. 
I also has all my contact there, my phone number, my email. I also do carry a business cell phone because if my clients do need to get in touch with me or need any type of advice outside of the gym, I am available 24-7. Um, that's just another another thing that you get with me versus not you won't get with maybe my comp- my competition here on the island. Um, but yeah. So now out. if I called you up, what if I called you up like I was in Zion and I said, listen, I'm stuck with a trailer Zion and a Prosciutto in front of me. <laughs> 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 what do I do? Are you there? I'm at level. So I mean, I'm definitely there to try to walk you through it. Uh, you know. Maybe not make it. Put down the lasagna, man. Maybe if you, you know, you go for half the try instead of the whole thing because I know it's difficult sometimes. Listen, I do know. No, it is. It really is. And, and again, it's not even that I overeat. It's just that I'm in so much fucking pain and after so many yeah. fucking doctors and so much pain, you know, it kind of takes the oomph out of you. We try to get as much as we can and we do we do two hours in the pool. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, we were doing two hours, six days a week and That's I dropped right. like 38 pounds. Right. But then I got fucking hurt again and I got laid up again for a couple of days and you get bored and what do you do when you're bored? Right. You eat, you watch TV, yep. you smoke weed, you drink a beer, <laughs> you know, you know. Fucked up, Definitely, and you get yeah. that. You get that. My, my favorite still to this day was when we were having that argument about lasagna or a baked ziti or something. And you said you'll choose baked ziti because it's light. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, just, I mean, I always remember. You know, it tastes great. And you, I mean, because I, I know I'm going to get something out of this. But it tastes great in your mouth for that five seconds you're chewing it. But once it's yeah. in your stomach, <laughs> right. I don't know for you two what's going to come out of that. I'm actually going to touch that. <laughs> we'll say that lasagna tastes good in your mouth for five. You know, five seconds while you chew it. I've heard people say this. <laughs> Yeah, but um, it, it's it's a it's a challenge. You got to be into it. It's definitely yeah. lifestyle, you know. And it, and it's harder. It's easier to overeat and lay around and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, you really got to get. You have to actually want to change, want to lose weight, want to be healthier. Otherwise, no amount of help, uh, gyms. Yeah, well, that's what I When I get into it, I always yeah. lose 50 pounds. Yeah, the other thing, too, I'll, 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 I'll say I'll this, eat, is, right. even being as a chef, you got to learn to get creative with the healthy meals. Yes. Don't be afraid to try new things. Don't be afraid to mix things up. Don't Because even us, exactly. when we go out to eat, I'm like, all right, we had grilled chicken yesterday. We had grilled salmon the day before. We had a salad. But don't be afraid to, you know, maybe do a little chicken and salmon on a plate with a different kind of salad. And but our problem is not cooking all day. The last thing we want to do is cook for ourselves when we get I home. I know, I don't want right? to fucking yeah, There's healthy ways to just whip something together into one pan or one pot. Yeah, or one spoon yeah. into my peanut butter jelly. Yeah. 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 You know, a piece of one dollar and a half a And a cannoli to get at the end? And a what? A cannoli. A cannoli, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, the only thing I have in my fridge is nine million different kinds of homemade pickles. So that's what I eat when I'm here. <laughs> Why is there any pickles? Well, at least a pickle is a vegetable. Not the last week. I'm yeah. still waiting for the pickle kebabs. I ate, I ate about but the two sodium is like through the roof. Did you really? Yeah. That was too hot. It was good. Yeah. I was it was just, really good. I went over a friend's house, brought a ton of it. We were just eating sauerkraut and kimchi. And, the sauerkraut was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, kimchi. Yeah. All right. I know somebody well, we who is in that. love with kimchi. It's, it's that time again, Teresa. We miss you having you on. Thank you for being here with us tonight. You know, you're always welcome to come on all you want. Let's thank Ben. I am back. I, I, I'm yeah, back. Uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm glad I'm back. I'm back. And I tell you what, Tina has been doing a great job for us also, yeah. and now hopefully we got the both of them, yeah. you know? We got, thanks for meeting too. She got our uh, Michael over here. For yeah, the thank, you, thank you, Mike. Yeah. And 
good luck to your business. And, yeah. you know, maybe one day I can get some motivation and maybe get over there. Maybe you we can do a little big and beefy work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, no you. problem. Good luck, my friend. And uh, keep your... Oh, 90 seconds. 90 keep chewing the fat, everybody. We love you all. Chewing the fat with Big and Beefy.